Blog Talk Radio. Ten years ago, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... Welcome to another Big Fake Radio Show. Did they just screw up the theme song? Didn't they cut like a chunk out of the theme song there? <laughs> it's like one of those sitcom episodes where there's too much show that they had to yeah. shorten the, the theme song. Either I had a stroke or they shortened the I swear, I, a chunk there that was missing from my life. So I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But anyway, you might have just had hey, a stroke. Welcome to another Big Fake Radio Show. Uh, joining me as always, it's uh, new Larry, Kevin Jank. I'm hoping you didn't invite me here just to inject me with hepatitis. Well, that, that does sound like a memorable quote. Yeah, I think it wasn't really a quote so much as but I don't know. There's something, yeah, they're doing research on hepatitis with the monkeys, right? Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. That's what they're going to send him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, some other university where they just inject things with hepatitis and see what happens. I guess that sounds then, like a good uh, idea. Re- returning this make this triumphant return. It's uh, Tuffy. Did you steal one of my marshmallows? Look <laughs> <laughs> <Like>, at <like> Tuffy. <laughs> quote. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure everyone yeah, can that's recognize a quote from, by now. Yeah. That's everyone a quote from the guy who wanted to have sex with the MVP. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, granted, he was a little creepy there uh, towards the monkey. But, yeah, we're watching uh, MVP Most Valuable Primate tonight because uh, it's August, and uh, we're going ape for August. Every movie we watch yeah. this month must have a monkey. Now, I don't want to <laughs> in any way sway how you fellas pick your movies, but let me just say that MVP Most Valuable Primate is followed by a sequel, <laughs> MVP, Most Vertical Primate. And then there's a third movie, MXP, Most Extreme Primate. Or is it? <laughs> it's a snowboard. Yeah, unfortunately, I've uh, already got my pick yeah. chambered for this week. So, <laughs> well, also, it also does not involve this. <laughs> there's, there's also a, a fourth film not related to that series, but the same people made it, and the same monkey is in it, and uh, it's called Spy Mate, I think. Spy Mate, right? Is that mm. what it's called? I think yeah. so, yeah. Spoiler alert, not picking that either. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed this was made by Air Bud Pictures, so I don't know why they didn't do a crossover. Yeah. Air Bud versus MVP. I, yeah, these people, they we'll get into it later, but they like cornered the market on movies with animals. They uh, they yeah. make every movie you can imagine. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, so we'll be talking MVP Most Valuable Primate later. Can't wait for that. Tuffy's very excited uh, when he uh, <laughs> he got on the line earlier. He was he's going jubilant. bananas. Yeah, he's going bananas. <laughs> so uh, until then, I guess let's start off the show with saying, well, Tuffy, first of all, how how was Michigan? Good. 
Yeah, lots <laughs> of water skiing. Uh, nice. Very I mean, exciting. I for a bunch of um, – yeah, sounds like Death Spot was pretty good, so I missed that. Yeah, I forgot about <laughs> that. Yeah the, yeah, the shower scene was worth it. But, uh, yeah, I totally forgot about Death Spot. That's one of those movies you watch and you, to- you just have no recollection of the next day. <laughs> But yeah, Despot, that was something. I wish hey, MVP I, I was like that. There's things that'll stick. <laughs> hey, no, MVP leaves a mark. You're going to remember it the rest of your life. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Tuffy, uh, how did you did you hear uh, Jenks' uh, top 1180s bands? Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah, you pointed out the flaw there, Mike <laughs> Dell, at the end. Not one Ozzy or Metallica song. <laughs> well, I don't know. Oh, that's just a flaw, necessarily. But, uh, Number yeah, one, yeah, I knew that was going to be a sticking point for you, but... Crazy you train. Know, what you need to Number do? two, <laughs> master of... Pop- <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he's doing bands, though, Tuffy. You know, not albums or anything. Oh, number one, Ozzy. Number yeah. two, Metallica. <laughs> Can you even get to a full 11? Yeah. <laughs> or is it just those two? And then uh, <laughs> Well, you can just do Ozzy nine more times. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, although Mike L, uh, we recorded Flea Market Fantasy last night with our buddy Bob Myers, and uh, we did a Brother Voodoo comic book, which is awesome. And uh, Mike L, I told him how you did your list of top 1180s bands. Mm-hmm. He was very excited. I'm assuming that's why he texted me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he started the long <laughs> text chain with Jank and me. But soon as uh, uh, soon as Bob and I told him that, that uh, you did your top 11 bands, um, he says, oh, I got my top 11. You want to hear them? And I'm like, Mike L., you just, I just finished the sentence about Jank. How do you have your top 11 ready? And he's like, oh, I always have it ready. I'm good. You want to hear him? And I'm like, no, I don't. And he's like, well, it's too bad. I'm going to text him to you and Jank. Here we go. And he sent off a message. It's like he just has it in his pocket ready to go. He's talking to 1080 fans. Or whatever. All right. All right, Mike L., calm down. But, yeah, he's very excited. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, he was outraged that I did not have the Go-Go's on my list. When even he yeah. was like, yeah, if you know the couple of hits they had, that's really all you need. And I'm like, that's not good enough to get in the top 11. <laughs> they got like four good songs. <laughs> Mike L was angered over the lack of Go-Go's. Very... Well, since, uh, since MVP is going to be short on content, I suspect, I'll do a top <laughs> no, 11 Ozzy 80 songs and a top 11 Metallica <laughs> 80 songs tonight. No. It Are is you going to sing them, Acapella? <laughs> yeah, I can do that. All right. <laughs> We're going to have lots to talk about. There's a lot of meat on this bone with MVP, too, or MVP. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot Can't of wait. banana in this peel. <laughs> I cannot wait to get to it. Uh, now, now, theoretically, uh, this may be our last show ever on Blog Talk. Because I think by next week, uh, I will have to pay money again. So we don't want that. Now, the reason I say uh, theoretically is because there is a chance I will forget to cancel. <laughs> <laughs> I am very you old. You should do that at any time, even like right now. I know. <laughs> It'll probably give you until the you know, But I, I like to push it off. Down. I like to always wait until the very last minute to do something because I could die <laughs> at any moment. And why would I want to waste a, a moment of my life uh, canceling blog talk unless I actually have to, you know? So I always push you things such off. You a full life. Yeah, I can see why you wouldn't want to miss anything. I'm watching monkey movies. Your 12th nap of the day. I'm watching monkey movies. <laughs> I don't have time for this other nonsense. Uh, but I, I have been uh, still backing up shows and identifying shows. 
and everyone out there will be happy to know that uh, last night I uploaded. Well, I, I have about 24 episodes of the Ed Show uploaded, and I uh, I put up uh, Cousin Brandon's best music of 2009, 2010, 2011 last night. So. Oh, nice. You can go over there and listen to those. Tuffy, I'm sure you're going to want to get in on that, you know? <laughs> you couldn't have just left those in the blog talk archives? <laughs> no. And I, and I have the... So uh, great when Larry would just get outraged all the time. That was, that was my favorite part. I also have uh, years 12, 13, 14, 15, and 16 uh, that I can upload in a minute. So, yeah, we'll... Uh, We've got the Brandon Music episodes covered. So everyone <laughs> yeah. can relax. Relax. Perfect. We got them. All right. Because, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, the Library of Congress called me the other day and said, hey, do you have those Brandon Music episodes? Yeah, sure. We can send them over to you. <laughs> That's what we're doing. All right. So, uh, again, if this everything goes smoothly, which, of course, it never does, uh, you will never notice a difference that we're not doing it on Blog Talk, except that you won't be able to listen to it live. <laughs> That's the big thing. And the Ooh. sound quality will probably be significantly better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, unless we uh, record this show, like, you know, earlier on Fridays, it gives me time to – because by the time we record it and I monkey around with it and everything – it's going to be well into the uh, late after midnight before it gets uploaded somewhere, you know? Yeah. So. But who who listens live anyway? No. One. <laughs> okay, so. uh, those orphans, the ones that haven't died from the cold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's very cold in those orphanages, I'm told. Yeah, you never know. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be uh, – hopefully that'll be next week. We'll switch around and uh, leave Blog Talk, Fuck You Blog Talk. And then uh, – it only took me 15 years to get out of it. Yeah? Yeah, 15 years. Yeah. Wow. What a, what a, 15 golden years. What a journey it's been. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm uh, downloading some of those shows, like I found uh, – I was able to identify uh, two or three Larry vs. Beer episodes. So I can upload those. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> Classics. I remember Tuffy drank him under the table that last time. We got some more recent episodes, so I don't have to worry about backing that one. So, uh, let's do like, you know, within the 300 window, you know, 300 episode window. Yeah. So that's up there right now for everyone to enjoy. All right, so uh, that'll <laughs> be next good. week. Otherwise, this week, uh, I'm trying to think, oh, I, I had to get new shoes this week. That's exciting. Because, uh, yeah, because I was shooting hockey, and uh, wow, my feet were killing me. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? I know I'm old, but I, I think my shoes are just broken down, you know? Like, the heels were, like, collapsing and everything. I'm like, oh, my God, these shoes. And I have these nice shoes that I really enjoy. And uh, I was like, wow, it feels like I just got these things. Why do I have to get new shoes again? And then I thought, oh, I got these, I got these shoes before I got my car. I remember I had these. The shoes probably have more miles on them. <laughs> well, let's not get crazy. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I'm not exactly a mover. So, until the hockey shooting, there was no miles on those shoes. I think that's why they lasted so long. But, yeah, I was like, it's like the last seven years have just been like a time warp. Like, I don't know. Everything just, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, these shoes I got seven years ago. Oh, yeah, all right. Well, I guess that's good. But, uh, yeah, I'd get new shoes. So that's something. Uh, 
I like to get blue of shoes? shoes. Well, uh, the the previous pair that I had were Adidas, and they were called Bounce, and they're like uh, the blue like knit. They're like uh, blue on top and bright yellow like soles. So they're really fancy shoes, oh, and they're lightweight, yeah. knit, you know. So they're really nice. And I was like, ah, oh, these are great. I'll just get another pair of these. Well, you know what happened? They quit making them within the past seven years. They don't make those shoes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't find I couldn't find any other Adidas uh, that was that were blue because it's important that I get blue shoes. Very important for some reason. So uh, yeah, I went with Asics. nobody you know will ever see you in them. But I went with uh, Asics because when I was in high school, I used to get Asics, and I was like, "Hey, that company's still around. All right, I'll try Asics again." And because uh, they're blue and they're knit and lightweight and everything, and they have yellow on the bottom. So yes, they. If you if you squint, they look like the same shoe, but yeah, they're not. But, yeah, they both start with A. Yeah, sorry. Right. Yeah. Well, what kind of shoes do you wear, Tuffy? When you're out there running and ripping your darts, what do you do? Uh, I wear Asics for my running. Hey, look at that! Hey, me and Tuffy. Yeah. <laughs> they're twins. Eskimo brothers, me and Tuffy. <laughs> yeah, day to day I walk around wearing uh, Pumas though. Pumas. Pumas. Yeah. I don't think I've ever owned a Puma shoe in my life. When I, when I was a kid, it was Converse, Converse Weapons. Like oh, Bird. yeah. And then uh, Asics, and then I used to always get uh, Adidas Sambas. It was like a soccer kind of shoe, like the black and the white yeah. stripes. Those are great. And uh, that's pretty much all I have. How about you there, Jake? I uh, wear the Vans. Oh, Vans are great. Yeah, I had a nice pair of Vans. Yeah, Yeah, I had a nice pair of Vans for many years. They were very nice. Yeah, uh, those are great. Yeah, Yeah, they ran out as well. Uh, Of course, it seems like I just had those shoes, but it was probably like 25 years ago. And I just... uh, (laughs) 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 But but they may have been the most comfortable shoes I ever had, those Vans. Oh, they were nice. Yeah, they're really great. You can't really do anything athletic in them, you know, but uh, they feel comfortable. (laughs) Skateboarding. Yeah. Like I yeah. said, you can't really do anything bet, athletic in them. But yeah. <laughs> I bet Jack wears them in the next MVP movie. <laughs> I bet he does. I bet he does. Jack will never find out. <laughs> oh, I'm going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? You probably will find out eventually, too. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> You're all going to find out. <laughs> no. I'm picking every <laughs> I'm picking every day. Just to clarify. I'm glad this uh, is just one month. Yeah, no, the month no, no, of August, no, no, no. we have to watch monkey movies, and then the rest <laughs> yeah. of the year, they're not allowed, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so it's really up to you guys. Do you want to get all the MVPs done in one month and be done with it, or do you want it to drag on? <laughs> oh, <years>? God. <laughs> Are we sure there's not any more Gary Jeez. Coleman movies? <laughs> no, I think I take, I take MVP over Gary Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> There were, there well, I don't a even think MXP case. is on Tubi, so we might have dodged a bullet oh. there. Oh, ouch. Yeah. But there uh, <laughs> there wasn't a single foot chase in this movie, so that was something that differentiates it from the Gary Cole movies. Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, what else? Uh, I guess later on, Tuffy and I can recap SummerSlam. We'll do that later, Tuffy, and we'll talk wrestling. Uh, is Jay, oh, yeah, I watched uh, that. Oh, you watched it too. Look at you. Uh, yeah. Anything else this week, Jack, going on in your world? Did you get new shoes? <laughs> no, sadly, same old ones. Um, not a whole lot, really. No, 
<laughs> Same old shit. I lost hey, about hey, 15 Jake. pounds so far. What? 15 yeah. pounds? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All because of the boxing? Mostly. I mean, there's some you slight, you know, modifications to my eating habits, but very slight. Oh, <laughs> well, look yeah. at you. Congratulations, buddy. Look at that. Yeah. Got some more to go, but I'm getting there. Yeah. Well, good job. Keep it up. Um, hey, when I was talking to Mike L. and uh, Bob last night on the Flea Market Fantasy, I, I mentioned about the new Daredevil show. I, I just heard that the Daredevil you know, oh, is coming yeah. back. And it's uh, 18 it's episodes. Yeah, that's what they told me. I had no idea. Now, is that 18 <laughs> half-hour episodes, I take it? Or can't be uh, I don't know. I'm assuming it's hours. I guess, yeah, that's a good question. Huh. I mean, I feel like most of those shows are at least like 45 minutes or something. Because it's on Disney Plus, they can just do whatever they want. But I don't know that they're ever half hour. Except maybe WandaVision. Yeah, I was going to say WandaVision was pretty tight, I thought. But, um, yeah, that's something, though. Uh, Daredevil coming back. So, yeah. Now, that won't, again. Be for a while. that won't be for a while yet, right? No, I think it, I think we got a good while. <laughs> Not anytime soon. And like, even though it's called Born Again, like, really, season. What was the last season they did? Uh, there were some Born Again Three. elements in that season. Yeah, was it there? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, well, I don't know how you tell that story in a satisfying way when you've already taken elements of it. Yeah. And you're probably not going to do the other elements, like Karen Page becoming a you know prostitute porn star who's <laughs> <laughs> on drugs. You're probably not going to go down that route. So I don't know what, what's left on there to, to pick. <laughs> They'll say, like, oh, we're going to get that scene where he fights a guy in a Santa Claus suit. <laughs> That's yeah. the one thing we haven't used yet. Like, do you think they're actually going to use, like, Nuke and everything, like, at the end there where Nuke comes in and... Oh, I think they killed Duke already. That's right. Remember he I was in like uh, yeah Jessica Jones, I think. That's right. I forgot all about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we can't do that. Captain America's fucking an old man. Wow, <laughs> can't there's do his fuck. cameo. <laughs> yeah. This could probably get a very little to do with Born Again, I guess. But yeah. all right, I, well, that's I guess it might be okay. Hopefully. <laughs> Um. All right. Well, let's just talk MVP. Let's get right to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, in honor of the big occasion of uh, you know going eight for August, uh, I put together a theme song. Oh wow! Could you? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here we go. In this world gone mad, we won't spank the monkey. The monkey will spank us. I see from chimpanzee to chimpanzee, you finally made a monkey. Yes, we finally made a monkey. Yes, you finally made a monkey out of me. That's not your thing, is that? That's the chimps. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is a great shot there, Jake. Uh, now, if people may not recognize, that was a Nirvana very ape at the beginning. And then at the end, mm-hmm. that was Columbo because he caught a murderer because of a chimp's fingerprint. That's right. It's a chimp's <laughs> <Yeah>. fingerprint. <laughs> very good. 
That was awesome. Classic Columbo. <laughs> even though that one was way down in your list for some reason, even though it had a chimp and Rick I know, Ford, I know. what more do you want in a Columbo episode? Well, you know, it was one of the better newer ones, but it was still a newer one. You know, it wasn't that great. But, um, <laughs> that chimp was awesome, though, in that, in that episode. Chimp was great. Yeah, he was great. Always touching shiny things. And that was his downfall. <laughs> Not his downfall, Rip Torn's downfall. The chimp is yeah. still living the good life, touching Johnny things. But, uh, all right. Well, banging well, all the neighbor good. ladies. Well, very good there, Jack. I appreciate that. Make sure you save that audio, you know, because uh, we don't want to lose that when we lose blog talk. Yeah. Make sure you have a copy of that. I'll message it to you. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so MVP Most Valuable Primate. It came out in 2000, in the year 2000. <laughs> wow, that's uh, that was a long time ago, year two thousand. Yeah, I was probably at least two pairs of shoes ago. Like <laughs> <laughs> now uh, here here's the uh, IMDb write up of uh, MVP. When Jack, a sign language speaking chimp, makes a break for freedom, his talent for ice skating soon turns him into the local hockey team's secret weapon. But the lab officials are closing in. Right, that sounds awesome. Right? <laughs> <laughs> sounds more Doesn't exciting it? than it turns out to be. I thought <laughs> oh, it was a bold you. choice to be like, oh, yeah, he learns, he knows sign language, but not American sign language that people would know. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's helpful. <laughs> he meets a deaf oh. girl, so you think this would be per- like a match made in heaven, but no, he yeah. knows some other version of sign language. They really only uh, him and the girl only really talk like once using sign language, very briefly yeah. right at the beginning, and then that's it. Uh, but uh, the director here is a fellow named Robert Vince, and uh, he the writers are Robert Vince and Ann Vince. I'm guessing is his wife. I'm gonna go out on a limb there and guess that. And uh, the true stars of the film are Bernie, Louie, and Mac. That's right. He took three chimps to play Jack. Three chimps. <laughs> Because when I was watching this, I was like, hey, that chimp looks different. How did that chimp get in here? <laughs> oh, Bernie was clearly the best. <laughs> no, Louie's the man. Louie's the man. <laughs> Louie's like, he's the star of this show. Louie's in all the movies. Uh, Mac uh, Mac got bumped down in the second one to just family, monkey family. That was what he oh. credited as. Uh, then Louie, and then... Uh, Louis was in all the movies, and he was also in Spy Mate, I believe. So, yeah, Louis's the big star. I mean, was that all three of them at the end, when he got to, like, his family? Oh, that's a good point, probably. They just used those same three monkeys. Yeah. Yeah, they just put, like, a, a flower in the one's head to make it look like a lady. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, let's save it. we got to save it. Let's not get out of ourselves. All right. So uh, yeah, this Robert Vince and Ann Vince—they're uh, they're the brain uh, trust behind uh, Airbud, and that was uh, 1997. Brain? Yeah, <laughs> 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 Airbud. Airbud was like a big hit when it came out. You know, it was uh, wasn't about a dog that played basketball, right? Like Air Jordan, Airbud. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I never. And then he played it. every sport, I think. Uh, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking through the. Uh, his IMDb here, this director, he did Airbud 1997, Airbud Golden Receiver in 1998. I'm guessing he's a wide receiver. <laughs> and uh, yeah. MVP came out in 2000. Then Airbud World Pup. I'm guessing that's soccer, Tuffy. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. And then, we, 
then we have MVP two most vertical primate. He's a skateboarder. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier, but he's a skateboarder now. Mm-hmm. And then Air yeah. Bud, seventh inning fetch. Hey, that's baseball. I recognize baseball immediately. And then uh, yeah. we have Spy Mate, <laughs> 2003. We got to watch Spy Mate because uh, a young Emma Roberts stars next to the chimp in that. But also it has Whoa. Uh, Bruce, yeah, it has Bruce Boxleitner, right? Or not? No, not no, not Bruce Boxleitner. Uh, who's the guy in? Um, fuck, the guy who is in uh, Metal Gear. Solid Snake. <laughs> oh, not Metal Gear. What's the one? What's the one that has, like, Sass, like the movie we watched? It's not Metal Gear. Metal. Uh, fuck. Where he's flying on the motorcycle uh, and he's flipping around and shit, and he kisses his thumb and puts his thumb up to people to say, "That guy." Remember that movie? No. No. We watched this movie. Mega. Mega. It was mega something. Mega. Fuck. I got now. I got to click the goddamn blank. Ah, uh, man. Bitch. <laughs> but uh, spy mates. Uh, Barry Bostwick. Barry Bostwick. Oh, uh, what was that? Oh, yeah, Megaforce? Megaforce. There it is. Megaforce, yeah. So anyway... uh, Yeah, with his hair blowing in the breeze. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Spy Mate has uh, Emma Roberts, Barry Bostwick, and Pat Morita. So yeah, we're probably going to... Uh Uh-oh. Got to keep our Pat Morita streak going. Yeah, I know. So... (laughs) <laughs> and it's a spy thriller starring uh, Louis the Monkey. So yeah, we got to watch. They don't even credit <laughs> Louis in that movie though. Like when you look at the top cast for all the MVP movies, like the chimps are always tops. But then you get to Spy mm-hmm. Mate or whatever the fuck it's called, and uh, Louis's not even mentioned. You have to dig really deep to a trivia note to find out that Louis was the <laughs> monkey that was in that. Sons of bitches. Anyway, <laughs> uh, get back. The Eighth <laughs> Union had gone to hell by then. But getting back to this director fella, uh, after he did Spy Mate, he did Air Bud Spikes Back. That's probably volleyball. Air Bud, yeah. You know? yeah. Then uh, MXP Most Extreme Primate. Uh, Chestnut, Hero of Central Park. I think that's another dog movie. Then he's got Air Buddies. Oh, yeah. Dog now? Yeah. I think it was then, all the puppies or something. Oh, yeah. Then he's got Snow Buddies, Space Buddies, Santa Buddies. The Search for Santa Paws, Spooky Buddies, Treasure Buddies, Santa Paws 2, The Santa Pups, Super Buddies, <laughs> Russell Madness, which is like a Russell Terrier and a smaller little like spider monkey teaming up to be professional wrestlers, I think. I think that's what that's about. <laughs> so we might have to watch that one. That's Interesting. <laughs> then he's got something called Monkey Up, with I think the same monkey from Russell Madness is in that one. Pup Star, Pup Star, Better Together, Pup Star World Tour, Puppy Star Christmas. This guy cornered a market of uh, animal <laughs> movies. He's a genius. Yeah, and yeah, he was wide open. The ground. <laughs> uh, then he did a TV series called Pup Academy and Scaredy Cats. I need to watch Scaredy Cats. That's probably awesome. i got to check that one out. <laughs> if this is any yeah. indication of the quality you can expect, I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> This guy, Robert Vince, is his name, yeah. All right, so the cast of this here film, we got uh, the chimps, uh, Louie, Bernie, and Mac. And uh, then we have, uh, who's the big, who's the kid? The kid is named, uh, the character is Stephen Westover, and his name is Kevin Zegers, is the actor. He's done a ton of stuff, this kid. 
Like, did you recognize him? I never recognized him, but he's been in a, a shit ton no. of stuff. Hmm. And like, no, like, a, like actual popular TV shows, he's been regulars on and shit. So, I don't know. This guy, he's wow. still getting it done. And then the girl, uh, his sister Tara, uh, she yeah. played with Jamie Jamie Renee Smith, and uh, <laughs> she grew up to be very foxy. It's Jamie Renee Smith. So good on you. Yeah. And uh, but here's the thing. In the movie, she plays a deaf girl. In real life, not deaf. Oh, uh-oh. Yeah. They're going to cancel it. So she's going to get canceled. I hate to break it to you, Jamie. <laughs> but if more people than us ever watch MVP, you're going to be in trouble. You're going to be in trouble. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I just I assumed she was deaf. She did a good job playing a deaf kid, right? She seemed deaf. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. She not deaf at down. all. Yeah, not deaf hmm. at all. Uh, who else is in this of any note? Um, oh, well, there's uh, an old fella named uh, – what the fuck's his name? But they, Like that super fan guy they always show in the crowd. He's really old, you know? Yeah. Was oh, he in sure. old school? Yeah, he was blue in old school. My oh, bad. yeah. Blue, my boy. Yeah. Well, Dave Thomas was in it. Oh, that's right, Dave Thomas from Strange Brewer. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the coach looks familiar. Like I've seen him in things. I couldn't say what. Um, oh, the uh, the crusty old dean who kept trying to steal the monkey. Like that guy had been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, I didn't recognize him. Don't know. Yeah, There's I can't no tell pack. you what, but I feel like he's always just playing a douchebag in every movie. Or TV show. <laughs> now, now, this might be hard for you to believe, but uh, MVP, Most Valuable Promise, gets 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> and that is that is egregious. 20%. <laughs> I am not a fan of that at all. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's a little harsh, I guess. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a family uh, movie. It's about a monkey. Right, what exactly. For kids, uh, I'm on sure IMDb. it's fine. I mean, they could have used some jokes, like any jokes. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, hey, uh, the chimps were doing there. They're holding up their end of the bargain, but uh, everyone else. Yeah. Is. Hey, uh, but on IMDb, it gets a 4.1 rating out of 10. Still harsh. Uh, but I want to read you a, uh, some reviewer here. Uh, uh, some reviews on IMDb. Uh, somebody named, going by the name CFC3. They've been IMDb members since December 2004, and they have three movie reviews to their credit. <laughs> Would you... <laughs> they, they reviewed every MVP movie, all right? Wow. And I, I have to read you. We'll at least read the first review, and we'll see what you think, and maybe we'll read some more. But uh, So here's the review that they give for MVP Most Valuable Primate. The headline is Chimp Plus Hockey equals makes you think exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> and, this, and this was posted December 22nd, 2004. All right, let me start off by saying I'm not a big sports fan. I do not like chimps, and I'm an accountant. I am normally not into comedy. <laughs> I like it's written by me? <laughs> I like, yeah. This Jenks burner account? <laughs> I like practical and sober commentaries on the status of social consciousness. But I tell you, when I saw MVP, I did see a tint of social commentary. However, what sold me was the heart. The heart of a young chimp 
trying to make his way in an unforgiving human environment reminds me of my struggles during my first tax season. (laughs) 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 This movie will make you laugh. Now I understand what that welling in my chest was, all this movie. This movie will make you laugh, it will make you cry, and it will make you think. But most importantly, it will make you laugh while you think of crying. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. The most astounding astounding part of this movie is the potential of non-taxable income for the part of MVP. (laughs) Here's the chimp who has the ability (laughs) to play in the NHL, thus the ability to generate a lucrative income. I've done my research, and I found no section of the Internal Revenue Code that applies to chimpanzees <laughs> or any other animal for that matter, meaning MVP can reap the multi-million dollar contracts we hear so much about, and to the dismay of the IRS, not report a dime, exclamation point. If this chimp is smart, well, I dare say he is, he should invest his income into non-taxable municipal bonds. Yeah, that'll really get those fat cats in Washington mad. <laughs> that's his review of MVP. Well, that's what it made him think about was the earning potential of All a right. chimp. All right. Now so I'm, I'm pretty sure they have rules against them playing in the NHL. <laughs> Maybe in junior whale shit hockey they don't give a fuck, but the NHL's <laughs> probably going to crack down on a chimp. In fairness, I've reviewed the NHL rulebook. There is there's not a single rule in there about chimps playing for teams. So there's a loophole there to be exploited. Uh, all right. So also on the same day, December twenty second, two thousand and four, this same fellow posted a review of MVP Most Vertical Primate. <laughs> <laughs> like old Yeller but with a skateboard, a monkey, and a homeless boy. That's the headline. <laughs> <laughs> so the monkey gets shot in the end? <laughs> now, see, now, the intro sounds a little, fami- little familiar here. I hate skateboarding, care much for chimps, and I'm a 60-year-old retired veteran. Wait a minute, is he still the same guy? <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's my tax season veteran. If my pansy grandson didn't whine like a dog that lost its leg when it got hit by a Jeep, and then the dog had to crawl its way back to the house, I wouldn't have watched this movie. I'm glad I did. This chimp knows what 98% of Americans don't. He's going to die. Once a person comes to grips with their own mortality, they'll ride a skateboard on a big ramp or close their eyes and shoot until they stop hearing screams. (laughs) This movie made me smile. It made me think, but most importantly, it made me think I was smiling. He's doing the same bit. If all my men were like MVP, we would have walked out of Hanoi with a few more years. They wanted out. Did they think I wanted to stay there? Every day I think back to what I could have done every, every day. I'm one step closer to dying. <laughs> I'm glad I saw this movie before I did. And that's his review. <laughs> All right. This guy's great. All right. We got to read yeah, one more here. He, he, he's a real writer, a wordsmith. Now, uh, he does a review for MXP, Most Extreme Primate. 
But interestingly enough, this review was posted December 23rd, 2004. So he took an extra day, you know, to watch this one. He didn't watch them all in one day. <laughs> this was just in time for Christmas, though. <laughs> yeah, much too. So uh, the title for this one is There's No Way a Chimp Could Do That. Uh, At the outset, I must warn everyone that I am an avid snowboarder and I've worked with many primates. (laughs) I thought he was the war veteran. (laughs) Come on. Uh, One one thing I can say for sure is that this plot is simply unbelievable. I have seen the the previous two installments of MVP, but this one by far is off the deep end. First, a chimp playing hockey. Yeah, I can see that. Then a chimp skateboarding. (laughs) A little less believable, but possible. But a chimp snowboarding, I think we're bordering on ridiculous now. (laughs) I've worked with chimps, (laughs) and certainly they're intelligent enough to communicate in sign language and convey their feelings. But snowboarding? What's next in MVP4? A chimp that can cure cancer? I mean, come on. (laughs) Let's not forget that this animal will often throw its own feces at anyone within 50 feet. Sure, I understand that's trainable and come off well on the big screen. But snowboarding, why not have a lawyer show with MVP giving birth to a donkey? At least science makes that a possibility. This just isn't worth it, folks. Unless you'd like to build a stable in your backyard for your unicorns or ride a giraffe to work backwards, then don't watch this movie. It's pure fantasy. I mean, a chimp that snowboards, come on. So there, there are his. Do you think this is uh, uh, Feeny doing these? This sounds like a Feeny bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They haven't done Not the show in like a year now. So. To the Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> but I had He's to uh, building up material. Yeah, I had to share those reviews with you. That uh, those are pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> good on that guy. Again, he's IMDb user CFC3. He's very good. <laughs> I'm sad he didn't do spy mates. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he, he got turned off. He's like, snowboarding, now a spy, I'm done. <laughs> All right, and that's our discussion of MVP, <laughs> and we can move no, on. No, no, uh... no. We're just getting started. We're just getting started. All right. So, so, all right. All right, MVP, most valuable primate. The movie starts with, uh, hey, by the way, this made like $1.2 million at the box office. So I'm guessing it's a rousing success. Get on you, MVP. <laughs> How much money do you think it cost them to make this film? I mean, just to rent a chimp. They had to rent three chimps. That had to be at least a million dollars. Yeah. The time, I feel like, is the most expensive part. Getting the monkey to do everything you want, like, that's going to take a long time. <laughs> uh, well, I, I would say this. A lot of times it just seemed like they set up a camera and let the monkey jump around like a monkey, and that's pretty much all they did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a couple of times, I don't think it was a monkey in those ice skates. <laughs> <laughs> no. What are you trying to do? <laughs> all right, so uh, anyway, uh, the movie opens at, uh, we see, like, uh, the camera's panning through someone's bedroom, and you see, like, hockey posters on the wall. And you see uh, just like a teenager's bedroom, you think. And uh, and the alarm goes off. But uh, out from under the covers, it's a monkey's hand. It's a chimp hand turning off the alarm. And right there, I'm like, oh, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. So uh, we, we watch our buddy Jack. He goes through his day getting ready for his day there, Tuffy. He hops out of bed. He has to go get a shower. And when you're a chimp, 
getting a shower is a big deal because that's a lot of hair drying later then. You know, you got to dry your hair. You get, that's a lot of hair drying. Yeah. So that's like, <laughs> like an hour in front of the hair dryer. And he's brushing his teeth. And uh, he, he's going to go down. He does. Doesn't he go take a pee as soon as he wakes up? Oh, it's like his yeah, morning but, routine. Yeah, because yeah, he was scratching his butt when he was walking to the bathroom, too. Then he goes down there to make his breakfast. He, he pours some cereal uh, in a bowl. He sets up two bowls and two cups of coffee and everything. And, and then uh, this creepy dude comes. Uh, this guy's like the maintenance worker at this research institute. Or I guess it's a university. Uh, what university is this? Like Pablo or what is it? San Pablo or uh, San Diego, something or other. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> so uh, the, the chimp is there with this maintenance guy. And this maintenance guy, he's very uh, energetic and annoying yeah. and stupid. Is that how you would describe this it's- guy? Felt like he was trying to do some kind of like a Crispin Glover impression or something. <laughs> Jim Perry Crispin Glover combination. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I wasn't a fan of this guy. But but he does love Jack, so he's a he's a okay in my book. You know, a little bit too much, maybe. Yep. Uh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> Banana Gate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's a... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but here. Uh, they don't live at a house. They live behind a, uh, at least the chimp lives behind a plexiglass off, uh, like his his little house there, his bathroom, his bedroom, and his kitchen. And then he walks out a little door, and he's on a stage. He's a monkey on a stage. And then this old doctor guy comes in, and all these uh, college students come in, and they're they're like, uh, they're doing a bit there. Uh, he, the, the old doctor guy's talking to the monkey. He's like, hey, look at me. I'm a monkey. I can talk to this guy with sign language and shit like that. So uh, I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but I yeah. think it's a, at 8 a.m. sharp. And the monkey uh, checks his watch to see what time it is. Yeah, <laughs> the monkey's got places to go. Uh, but he also, uh, I think this university, it's where they they get young filmmakers and they teach them how to make monkey movies. I think that's what they're doing. Here. <laughs> and uh, so then while that's all going on, I'll say this about this movie. Uh, in the first 15 minutes of this film, there's probably like 30 scenes. They they cut up a lot of yeah. We always there's a lot of cutting between the monkey mm-hmm. and this kid, because uh, there's also a kid, uh, him and his sister and his mom and dad. Apparently, they just moved to Canada from California, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I never I never get a sense of who his parents are really. Like they're just like props <laughs> basically, right? Yeah. Yep. Whenever you find out why, like, oh, my dad got a new job or what. Yeah. They moved there for the son's hockey career? I don't know. Yeah, I'm they, clear. Couldn't, they couldn't have moved there for his hockey career because uh, he joins a terrible B-level uh, team, you know, <laughs> like junior B team. Yeah. So uh, clearly they would have moved somewhere better if it was for his hockey. But his dad always seems very stressed as well. Like uh, the business is in trouble or something, but like you just moved here from California, so you should be. I don't know. I, I was very confused by the whole family situation. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And don't even get me started on why there's like a very fancy treehouse next to their house, just for that reason. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. That's in a minute. fully furnished. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, we're cutting in. We're Watching seeing back family. now. Uh, my guess is they moved up there to go gold prospecting because the first scene with the dad, he's looking at a big map and he's got a pencil out. Must be trying to find some gold. (laughs) 
that's a good idea to uh, put your family's uh, future uh, pending on gold prospecting in the year 2000. That'll work out. <laughs> good on you, Dad. <laughs> but they, uh, we're seeing this family, and the little girl, uh, she's deaf, and she's having trouble fitting in at school because uh, she's a new girl and she's deaf. And here, here, there's yeah, this other girl at, at school. She's handing out invitations for her birthday party, and she's giving them willy nilly to everybody who uh, asks. She's like, hey, here's she's like Oprah giving out cars. You get an invitation. You get an invitation. You, but uh, she doesn't give one to Tara. But she had one for Tara, but she just dropped it. You know. Yeah. And then she forgot all she about just it. Throwing them everywhere, and it just fell behind something. Yeah. And no one seemed to give a fuck, and uh, so Tara just leaves. <laughs> crying and her brother's a hockey player you know and uh he's like hey what's wrong and she's like oh my all my classmates are assholes and but she did it in sign language so um it looked way different although i I will say i really (laughs) i enjoyed learning the sign language for monkey it's basically you just act like a monkey that's the sign language you you put your arms up on your sides you like scratch your sides you know like your ribs like you're a monkey and that's the sign language for monkey so i'm not i'm glad that i hear that now uh, so that's what's going on with that. That'll family. come in handy. Yeah, and then the kid, we see the kid. He joins his his uh, B uh, junior B team, and this team is terrible. They are awful. Just a bunch of goofs and a bunch of fuck ups. And uh, the goalie. Yeah, they don't is, even seem to care. They're just like, yeah, whatever. We suck. Yeah, they're like, cares. hey, we're never going to make anything of our hockey careers. We're just uh, we're just going to play grab ass like Tuffy at the lake. That's what one of the kids said. <laughs> oh my God, how can you say that? Have some respect. Uh, so their team stinks, and their team's called the Nuggets. The Nuggets. Hey, Tuffy, it all ties together now. The gold prospect. Yeah. I never <laughs> – there are so many layers to MVP. Oh. I, I never even – It really does uh, make you think. It does. It does make you think. <laughs> now, I do have one question, Mike. What if the monkey the, uh... finds the gold and he doesn't have to claim it to the IRS? That's – oh, yeah. How about that? So are you going to ask Tuffy? Uh, you've watched a lot of hockey. There's a scene a when he's first trying out for the team, and then I think another one, too, when the injured guy is practicing coming back, where he goes down on his knees and spins <laughs> around. Is that a common hockey move? <laughs> um, you'll see dudes do it in warm-up sometimes to, like, uh, just get a feel. Like, not at, during uh, games, usually, like, in practice or something. They'll get on their knees and spin around a little to just get a feel for things, to goof around. But, uh, yeah, you never see that in a game. But, yeah, this kid, in his first tryout, he cuts through the defense. He's, like, carving them up. He's super skilled. And he's going through everybody. He gets a breakaway. He drops to his knees, does a 360, hops back up on his skates, and scores on with a forehand move on a breakaway. Like, wow, this kid's really good. Because uh, <laughs> I've never seen uh, Pavel Burry drop to his knees on a breakaway, but this kid can do it. So, yeah. Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, who knew the Americans were so much better at hockey than Canadians? Yeah, if a kid from California <laughs> too, just schooling them all. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that's what's going now on. Now the doctor now. found out. Yeah, the doctor calls the uh, the monkey preserve too because he's running out of funding to study Jack. So Jack's going to get sent back to the monkey preserve. Also, I think the doctor knows he's dying as well, right? Yeah, yeah that's also his possible. arm is like shaking. But he had and a I just heart attack. It's not like it was a long-term illness. Like he was well, apparently I, dying at that moment, and instead of calling nine one one, he called this lady. 
Well, I, I think uh, I think his ticker. I think he knew he had a bad ticker in his life. You know, his his time was limited because he they called an end to their little uh, demonstration with the students because he started sweating and he and he he dabbed his forehead and he's like, all right, I got I got to go. So we're gonna call an end to this. Also, when they're doing their little presentation, he asks Jack. He is Jack. You have six bananas. I you have ten bananas. I take away six. How many bananas do you have? And Jack holds up three fingers, just being a prankster, you know. But he knew it was four. He knew it was four all along. And uh, and then the doctor's like, "Hey, Jack, you can't be fucking around, man. You got to take this serious. How can anyone?" Uh, you know? yeah. But then, but then Jack. You're not going to get your doctorate at this rate. But, but Jack's go-to move is whenever he pisses someone off, then he just makes like kissy lips with his mouth, you know, his little kissy lips, and everyone yeah. breaks out laughing. They're like, "Oh, that's hilarious, Jack. That's so good." <laughs> And uh, I just wanted to make a note when he, with the lady at the monkey preserve, uh, none of the monkeys are wearing clothes this first time we see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they're monkeys. That's a good point. They're not ashamed. They're not ashamed of their of their body. But then when they visit, yeah, you... come later, they have to get dressed up yeah. for that. It's a yeah. big day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so the doctor knows he's dying, and, he, and he's like, "Hey, uh, I want to send Jack back to the nature preserve before uh, you know, so I know he's taken care of." But when he's calling them. Because his mom's back at the nature preserve, too. Apparently, they ripped Jack away from his mother to take him to the university to study him. But, um, uh, yeah, the doctor dies. And it's very dramatic when the doctor dies. Because he, like, he's yeah. drinking a giant glass of milk. And uh, he spills the milk. And it's, like, slow motion of this. The, uh, you just the close-up on his hand with a glass of milk. And it's, like, slow motion. <laughs> it spills out. Has his life is running out, Jank. That's what it symbolizes. Yeah. Running out. Yeah. I was waiting for Columbo to show up and investigate this murder. <laughs> I bet he would have found some chimp fingerprints on that glass. Spiking it all on. So because the Take doctor's my bananas, dead, will you? So because the doctor's dead, the uh, the evil university president wants to sell Jack to a research institute doing uh, studies on hepatitis. <laughs> yes, we're going to do that. We're going to must be worth big game. money because, hey, yeah. Hey, don't kid yourself. <laughs> he is dedicated to this. There's big money in chimps. Don't you kid yourself. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of money in chimps. So, uh, you think, like, so if you're just going to inject some hepatitis, so wouldn't you want to get, like, just a, you know, like, hijack a chimp from Africa, you know? Like, you don't need a fancy trained chimp for that. That's a, uh, well, unless you're, unless you're studying specifically to see how fancy trained chimps deal with hepatitis. <laughs> That's your death certificate. How do they deal with their mortality? (laughs) So, well, I know what they do. They go skateboarding when they know that they're going to die. (laughs) (laughs) Try to get a couple more ears. Um, Yeah, so that's all. But uh, how does does the maintenance guy find out about this? Is he the one who finds out that they're going to sit? Yeah, him and Jack overhear it. Um, oh, that's right. They're mopping. And Jack the floors, starts getting right? all nervous. Yeah, They're mopping the floors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because Jack helps him, and they rollerblade around picking up trash. So that's how he knows how to skate. <laughs> yes, uh, pretty great. And uh, yeah, so Jack's like, "Hey, I got to get out of here." And Jack's like, "I got to go back to my mom on the uh, nature preserve." So uh, this maintenance guy, I forget his name. We'll call him uh, Jimmy. Uh, he, he says, "Hey, uh, I got an idea. We'll, I'll get you a ticket." for a train and then uh you but what you got to do is you got to li- I'll put you I'll stuff you in a bag and then I'll stick that bag in the overhead compartment of the train 
and then when you hear that it's your stop, you get out because that's what monkeys do. They get out. They hear what they can hear. What stop they need to get out at, and then they get out, and everyone will just treat the monkey <laughs> like a human. <laughs> that's yeah. a perfect plan. <laughs> what could possibly work. go wrong? <laughs> well, what could go wrong is Jack falls asleep. So he falls asleep. Oh. Hey, but you know, you said there's no comedy. What about when Jack's up in the bag there, and uh, when he's settling in, and the train guy comes along checking tickets, and he has a hat, and Jack reaches out of the bag, takes the guy's hat, and steals his hat. That was pretty great. <laughs> You're starting to get like Mike L on, uh, you know, flea market fantasy. Everything is cool. Yeah, it's real cool. That was real cool. <laughs> You're getting real liberal with that. <laughs> and he put the hat on. <laughs> that was cool. So Jack falls asleep. He misses his stop. And instead of getting off in uh, this uh, El Simeon Nature Preserve in California, he, he takes the train all the way to Vancouver. He's up in Canada. <laughs> and uh, Oops. Yeah. Missed it by that much. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, but, he, but he gets off the train. No one notices the monkey getting off the train. And he's walking through this little small town. And uh, uh, he, he stumbles upon the, the brother and sister. They're walking home, too, because the brother just got uh, annihilated again at a hockey game. Even though this hockey team's terrible and, like, uh, their goaltender apparently is legally blind, they only <laughs> lose, like, they lose, like, 4 nothing, 3-1. I mean, they're pretty close. It's not like they're losing 12 nothing or something. Nothing. It's not that bad. Seen worse, you know? Uh, you think but they could have diagnosed the goalie's vision problem earlier, considering his name is Magoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, that's right. <laughs> I feel like that's pretty obvious. Man, I'm connecting so many dots here. I never even thought of that either. <laughs> yeah. This clever writing is how this Robert Vince got to make, like, 40 movies with monkeys and dogs in it. <laughs> and one movie with a monkey and a dog. <laughs> so we got to watch that movie. Russell Madden. <laughs> uh, but anyway... So uh, here, the monkey sees the little girl and the uh, boy walking home, and, and he peeks around the corner at the little girl. The little girl turns around, sees that there's a chimp looking at her, and uh, she's like, yeah, I'm just going to keep on walking. She doesn't even care. <laughs> she just keeps walking. <laughs> like, that, would be the, that would be the single greatest day of my life if I turned around and saw a chimp looking at me from around the corner. I'd be like, oh, my God, there's a monkey. That would be, uh, be the best. But she doesn't yeah. even care. What if next time you go play deck hockey, like you're out there yeah. shooting in, in the bushes, there's a chimp? Oh, I would be so happy. <laughs> I would be so happy. Mike Dell would be like the guy at the monkey preserve at the end of the movie. <laughs> Starts wearing Less bow ties tongue. and shit. <laughs> Less tongue. But yeah, similar. Uh, but so, so uh, the, the two kids walk home, and then the monkey, he kind of follows them. But then he doesn't. I was confused by this. Yet he finds this this luxury treehouse just in the middle of the woods. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Whose treehouse is this? That it's just up in the tree. <laughs> and he, he climbs up there and he, he really just makes that his house. Or the, the treehouse of the Wendigo. It's, it's fully furnished. He just goes in there and he makes it his own apartment up in this treehouse. There's a bed, there's a yeah. stand, there's all kinds of things. He puts up his pictures of uh, the dead doctor and his picture of his mom and him, and, and he's moved in, moved right in. And he's just living in this treehouse now. Whose treehouse is this? 
<laughs> Good question. Really makes yeah. you think. <laughs> it, like it almost seemed, like if you were watching this with the volume down, it would be like, hey, this monkey used to live somewhere. He took a train so he could get home to his treehouse. It seemed like it's his treehouse. Is what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Like, he he just went right to it. And, but no, it's just a random treehouse. So anyway, he wakes up the next morning because the kid and his sister, they're down there before school. They always go to the little little pond there. It's frozen over, and they, they shoot the hockey, and they do ice skating. So he, uh, it, it, he wakes up, and he goes down, and he likes to skate. So he gets dressed in his little outfit, and he runs down there. And the little girl's eating a banana, and he steals, he swipes the banana from her. Like she has it on the table, on the, uh, the uh, bench there. And he swipes the banana, and she's like, hey, I think there's a monkey in this tree. And, I, and she sees the monkey, and she screams. And her brother's like, what's going on? She's like, I saw a monkey. He's like, you didn't see a monkey. Maybe it was a beaver. <laughs> yeah. Those look a lot alike. It's <laughs> <laughs> a beaver. No, it's a monkey. <laughs> uh, so they don't find the monkey. And then uh, the monkey the monkey follows her home. Or Wait, how does this go? The monkey... Well, she's drawing monkeys in school all day, kind of like you when you yeah. were 10 years old, probably. <laughs> what do you mean when I was 10 years old? Whatever, right now is what I do all day is just draw monkeys. <laughs> well, you're probably not in third grade right now. <laughs> but <laughs> I would hope. Yeah, well, yeah. with summer school goes properly, it goes smoothly. Yes, I will be in fourth grade next year. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so she's walking home. Uh, so she's at school drawing monkeys, and then how does she hook up with the monkey then? Uh, she ends up going in the treehouse. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah she, she, she passes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because she sees that there's a the banana peel. Here. There's a banana peel on, like, the one uh, rung of the ladder to get up to the treehouse. She sees a banana peel, and she's like, oh, that's probably where that monkey is. So she went up there, and here the monkey pops down, and, and she sees the monkey, and she she passes out, and she faints. And then when she comes to... The monkey's still there, and he does sign language. He says, girl, okay? Apparently, if you scratch your cheek, that means girl. I had no idea. She's like, girl, okay? And she's like, yeah. And they shake hands, and they're best friends. They're best friends. Yeah. As you do with monkeys. Yeah. So she says, hey, monkey, you can't live out here in this luxurious treehouse. You need to come uh, live inside my closet. So I'm going to take you home and shove you in my closet. And every time you try to open the door to peek out, I'm going to shut the door in your face. All right? Does that sound like a plan? Yeah, let's do that. So that's what she does. We're totally best friends. Please she don't takes my her job. monkey home and uh, shoves him in the closet. And he takes a little nap up there in the shelf in the closet. And her brother comes in and looking for his math book. And uh, <clears throat> she's like, you know, she's trying to play it cool. Like there's not a monkey in her closet. But there's a monkey in her closet. And uh, <clears throat> the next morning, though, she sleeps in a little bit. The monkey wakes up right and early because, you know, he's used to his schedule at the university. So he gets up early, and he starts going through his normal routine, you know, making the breakfast and everything. And, uh, and their dad, I was confused by this as well because their dad's getting ready for work. And he started getting ready, like, way early. Uh, the monkey makes the breakfast and everything. Then the kid, the boy comes down. He sees the monkey. And he doesn't freak out uh, because he's cool and he gets the monkeys are awesome. So he doesn't freak out too bad. And then the little <laughs> girl comes down and they're talking about the monkey. And they're like, well, we can't, you know, I don't think the mom and dad are going to let you keep a monkey. And uh, they're like, all right, we can take him with us today, but we got to figure something else out. So then they both get ready for school. 
and then they come down, they get the monkey, and they leave, and their dad is still getting ready for work. What the fuck is that guy doing? <laughs> he probably doesn't know how to tie a tie. That took him a while, I think. I, I guess. And their mother, she must be a drunkard because she is passed out. She doesn't even move. The mom. <laughs> well, again, <laughs> it's, the, uh, it's the subtext of the movie, Mike Dell. He's a gold prospector, so he doesn't actually have anywhere to go. He just wants his kids to think he has a job. <laughs> so he pretends to get ready for work while they go to school. And the mom is so depressed from him ruining their family with this financial gamble that she did drink herself to sleep, and she's sleeping off half the day at least. That has to be it. That Coffee makes sense. It. <clears throat> because otherwise, what kind of a mother is this? She doesn't even get up to see her kids off to school? Nothing? What are you doing, Ma? <laughs> Come on. So, uh, I don't know. So the monkey goes with them to uh, – where do they take the monkey? they take the monkey to school, or where the fuck do they take the monkey? Uh, yeah, I guess the school. No, no, no the, I think the, he's the taking the ice cream. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's going to shoot hockey. Oh, but they just leave him there at night, or they leave him in the treehouse, or what the fuck? No, they teach him how to like ice skate. Yeah, and there's a little ice skating montage. Where he shoots his goal. Shoots the puck yeah. through the net. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is the part where he shoots it through. The, yeah. Yeah. But then, did they go to school and then he stays? Or is this like a weekend and there's no school? Or I, I can't remember how this all played out. I just watched uh, it like three hours ago. And I can't remember. <laughs> well, it's such a fast-paced well, movie. You can barely keep up. Yeah, the next scene is the the monkey and the kids going to hockey practice. No, they drop the monkey off back at home because the mom's having a meeting. Yeah. It must be the weekend. <laughs> yeah, we want to make sure so that... We want to make sure the monkey's home for the mom's yeah, meeting. This, yeah. this does fit with our theory here, because the mom looks pretty hungover when these other ladies show up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's like, uh, her shirt is like, she's got stuff spilled on her shirt, and her hair's all messed up. And, and she's like, hey, you arrived yeah. early for the meeting, like an hour early. And they're like, yeah, don't worry about it. So th- these old snooty ladies, I guess, who are they? Like the neighborhood committee or something? Or what the fuck is their deal? Yeah. Yeah, I guess whatever those – you remember those ladies in uh, WandaVision were? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll just have those meetings. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the so mom seems like she's just... hiding something and doesn't want them to find out about the monkey, but she doesn't know about the monkey. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. just hiding uh, This her... seems very confusing. She's hiding her alcohol. She's, she's hiding her... <laughs> Yeah. She's hiding the track marks on her arm. <laughs> so, so the, yeah, and she doesn't even bother to comb her hair. You, you think, like, once they're there, she's like, oh, excuse me a minute. Will I go in and change my clothes and comb my hair? But, no, she's just sitting there like a slob with her hair all messed up and everything. And, but, anyway. Uh, so, while this <laughs> meeting is going on, uh, the monkey, uh, Jack, he, he, know, he sees the kids leaving because they're going to go to hockey practice or whatever. And he says, shit, I want to go there. So, uh, he, he throws his skates out the window and he throws his hockey stick out the window. And then he throws himself out the window. Uh, but he's hanging upside yeah. down. And he's peeking in the window, the, the uh, living room window. And one of the ladies turns around and sees him, and she faints. So this is two people that sees, they see a monkey and they just faint. That is, yeah, I don't know. Seems kind of rough to me. I would not faint when I saw a monkey. Uh, but then the mother's like, I don't know what's going on. Um, but, the, but the monkey, he, he's too late to get a ride to the practice. So the monkey, he just, he hoofs at the practice. Like, how does he know where the rink is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can anyone uh, 
good question. Yeah. You found uh, the one flaw in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it could be done. <laughs> the one flaw. So, uh, yeah, he somehow, I guess he just wandered around the town until he found their car. And he's like, oh, here, here's where they are. Then there's a rink. <clears throat> so then he sneaks in the hockey rink. He sneaks in the uh, the dressing room. He gets dressed in a uh, in a, a gear from a, I guess it's the team. I didn't understand this subplot either. Their team captain's name is Rib Chimpsky. That's the mm, team yeah. name. But he doesn't want to play <laughs> hockey anymore, apparently. He says he's injured, so he hasn't been playing hockey all year. He's just sne- sleeping on the bench and shit. They mention it once for like three seconds at the beginning when they yep. first meet the kid and the team. And then it becomes very pivotal at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, the monkey did not develop that subplot enough. But the little monkey gets dressed up in his outfit, but he puts the jersey on backwards. So the nameplate Chimpinski is in the front there. And I, and he goes out to watch the game, and the little girl sees him, and she's like, no, don't, what are you doing? And he's like, hey, don't worry about it. I'm a monkey. I'm awesome at hockey. He jumps over the plexiglass, uh, goes out <laughs> on the ice, and just starts dominating right away. Boom. He's like, yeah. That would yeah. be scary. A monkey with, like, blades on its feet just jumping <laughs> over this thing. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and he's he's wheeling all over the ice, and uh, I, he scores a goal, right? Doesn't he just get in there and takes a slap shot and scores a goal? Mm-hmm. And then the referee yeah. says, no, no, no goal. That was clearly a monkey. And <laughs> no goal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, But so then the monkey just leaves. He hops over the boards again and just leaves. But after the game, the coach is like, "Hey, uh, I want that monkey on the team because that monkey is awesome." And we get him on play we've ever had. (laughs) So they have a meeting. uh, This coach has a meeting with all the team owners in the league, and he's like, "Hey, this will be good for business. If we have a monkey, we'd sell out every game." It'll be awesome. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, I like money. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's let the monkey play junior B hockey. This will be great. What could possibly be wrong with this? Let's have a monkey play hockey against these teenagers. It's going to be great. Yeah. So uh, that's exactly the what time, they did. The, uh, the family's also having a meeting about whether they can keep the chimp. <laughs> uh, and they did their due diligence. They called all the zoos. None of them are missing a chimp. So they're free and clear. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. tried. They called him. He didn't have a collar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he didn't have a driver's license. We didn't know how to track him down. We, we, couldn't, we couldn't ID him. So, so, uh, so the mother, uh, she goes to say goodnight to Tara, the little girl. And uh, now uh, Jack is now sleeping in bed with the little girl. <laughs> they share the same bed. Because when you find a random chimp on the street, what you want to do is let him sleep with your angel daughter. <laughs> I'm sure that'll work out well. <laughs> but uh yeah, so they're sleeping in the same bed now. And the mom seems fine with it because again, she's a filthy drunk. And she has no idea what's going on. <laughs> so, so yeah, the the family seems very they, they they're very welcoming that they now have a chimp in their family. They're just there's yeah. no way she's slipping it off. It's like, right, we got a chimp now. It's like Elf. It's just yeah, kind of here now. <laughs> That's how it was meant to be. Uh, so, uh, so uh, Jack is now a member of the team, and uh, the, the the teammates are all you know. Hey, we got a monkey in our team. That's pretty cool. 
And so the first game, they go out, and they win, of course, because they have a monkey. And uh, Jack, he, get, he gets two goals and two assists in his first game, right out of the gate. And they win uh, 4-2, I think, was the final of that game. So good for them. The Nuggets yeah. get their first win of the season on the back and of Jack. And there was a... Was there a little explanation the, that they changed the league rules to allow monkeys to play too? <laughs> yeah, I think they did say that. We know we allowed. Yeah, that I think he, Dave Thomas, I think, said that. Yeah. Isn't, isn't this where he shoots that uh, puck that like bounces all over the, the arena and hits that guy yeah. in the face and like gives yeah, him a concussion? Yeah, that's very weird. Because you know I'm keeping track of this. I'm keeping track of the stats, and Jack's got two goals and two assists. So there's like there's only a couple of seconds left in the game, and he winds up for a slap shot. I'm like, oh, here you go. He's going to get the hat trick. No, he takes his, it, the shot, tips off a stick, goes up and bounces off a wall, the arena, off some rafters, off of about seven other things, <laughs> and then hits the announcer in the head. And, uh, <laughs> or, the, or the organist, not the announcer, like the organist thing. Yeah. yeah. In the head. And uh, so I'm like, wow, I, I, I like that, Jack, but I can't count that as a hat trick in the official stats. That does not count as a third goal. <laughs> uh, you finished with two and two, buddy. Two and two. But good on you. So, uh, yeah, so Jack and the Nuggets, they're just tearing through the league now. They dominate everybody because Jack is unstoppable on the ice. And uh, there's yeah, there's no, I think I'm assuming the other teams are just kind of scared of the chimp because no one ever well, really goes after him hard. Like, well, let's fucking fuck this chimp up. Well, first of all, you don't want to fuck a chimp up because that chimp, that chimp will exactly. murder you. Don't, don't yeah. fuck up a chimp. <laughs> Like chimps yeah, one guy tries to go strong. after him, and the chimp just hides behind the uh, referee there. Yeah, yeah, because the one coach says, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Donovan or whatever, yeah, you go get that chimp. So he lines up against Jack, and right off the faceoff, he's like, I'm going to get you, monkey. But Jack just skates right between his legs and goes and scores a goal right away. And he's like, yeah, you monkey. So then he's chasing him around the ice, and Jack will, like, hide behind the referee. And, uh, and the announcer says, he's making a monkey out of him. That's what he's doing, all right. He's making a monkey out of him. And then Jack would go and score yeah. another goal. Jack is fucking awesome. And, and his slap shot, it's like oh. Al Ifrit, Al McGinnis, and Zidane Chara all rolled into one. It, it's a, it's a <laughs> hell of a slap shot. It's very heavy. I mean, it's a very good slap shot. <laughs> I, I bet, I bet yeah. Jack could break – he could probably break a hockey ball if he would go shooting with me in the afternoons. I bet he would break a hockey <laughs> ball. Jack pretty oh, strong. Easily. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think Nuggets, uh, they, I think the mom's even going to the games now. So she's kind of cleaned up her act. This monkey in their well, life has made her reevaluate <laughs> what's going on. She put on real people's well, clothes, and she, her hair so is straightened bad. a little bit. The only reason she showed up is because she heard they sell beer, and also she has a flask. She keeps a flask. <laughs> in her so it's not really that big to go see hockey. <laughs> but they plow through the rest of the league, and uh, they're going to go on to the Harvest Cup. Right, the big Harvest Cup. Well, I guess the deciding game of the Harvest Cup, it's tied 2-2 uh, right at the end of the game there. And Jack hammers a slap shot that goes through the net. And the referee and everyone says, oh, well, that wasn't a goal because clearly the puck is along the board there. That's not a goal. And a little girl up in the stands, like Tara, she's like, no, 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 I saw it. Because, because she's deaf, her other, her other senses are heightened. You know? <laughs> so her, her eyesight, yeah, she's going to be in the new Daredevil. Her eyesight is way better than everyone else's. So she saw that the puck went through the net. So she tells her brother, hey, tell the ref to check the net. So he goes over, hey, ref, uh, we need you to check the net. I, I think that puck went through. He sees the hole, and then he's like, got the goal. And the Nuggets win because that monkey put a slap shot through the net. So uh, there you go. 
They're going to the Harvest Cup. Everything's everything's going great. Everything's great. Except uh, Jack is getting national attention now. He's on, like, sports. International sports. attention. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, what's his, that evil dean at the university, he's watching the TV, and he sees Jack scoring goals. He goes, oh, that's, that's my monkey. That's my monkey. Yeah, i got to give that thing hepatitis. <laughs> so, so he gets very upset so he uh he heads off to vancouver there or wherever this fuck this town is and he's like Nelson. hey we gotta get uh, yeah whatever and uh, we're gonna go get that monkey <laughs> and so now it's the big uh, game here at the end of the the harvest cup and uh how the game how was the game playing out here I, what was the score like one one going into the third i think Something like that. Yeah. Because I, I, all the yes. Jack stuff kind of took away from the actual gameplay of this. Like, it becomes a very kind of, you know, <laughs> backplot compared to what's going on with Jack and the and guy I, trying I to think, steal him back. I think Jack had the goal, right? I think he scored the goal to tie it up at one, I think, if I'm remembering properly. And then, uh, but yeah, so the guys show up and the little girl finds out that the guys are there because they're, they're passing around flyers. Says, Have you seen this monkey? Well, yeah, that's the guy. That's the monkey that's playing the game right now. That's the monkey. <laughs> like, why do you need those flyers? You know exactly where the monkey is. The monkey is playing hockey for that team right there, and he's on the ice. <laughs> that's the monkey. Do they try and grab for. him at the first intermission then? Yeah, and uh, they they just shut the dressing room door, and the coach says, "Hey, you're not giving you." And they had the biggest fat kids on the team like threaten the guy. And they're like, "Hey, you're not getting this monkey yeah. until after the game or whatever." So the guy's like, all right, we'll get the monkey after the game then. And uh, so uh, they got the police on all the entrances and everything and the exits, and uh, they're going to get the monkey once the game's over. So they're going to let the monkey play. Like that uh, Bad News Bears, let them play, let them play. they got to <laughs> let the monkey play. So I think the game is tied 1-1 going to the third. But during that second intermission, Steve, the boy, uh, the hockey-playing kid, he, uh, he's like, hey, I got an idea. Because that team captain or whatever who hasn't played all year because he's just a dick apparently, he now really wants to play hockey. And even though it's the second intermission of the championship game, he decides, you know what, now's when I want to play. I didn't want to play before the game started. I I wanted to play now in the second intermission of the championship game. And uh, so they say, oh, you know what, Uh, we got a plan. So they work out this plan. Uh, to try and sneak Jack uh, past the uh, guard, the police and everybody. So the the third period starts, and, then, and now Steve, uh, the brother there, uh, he's injured. They announced that he's injured, and he can't play the third period. So replacing him is that Chimpinski guy, Ribchimski, the captain. So that's legal, I guess. Not only are you allowed to play <laughs> chimps, you're also allowed to just have anyone play who wants to play. They can just show up and play at any point <laughs> in the game. So that happens. And uh, and the parents don't seem too concerned that their son is not now not playing the third period. I mean, there's a shot where they're like, oh, wait, what's going on? And then the wife just says, ah, shut up, Henry, and drink. And she gives him the flask, and they both just refuse. <laughs> so, uh, so the third period's playing out on the ice, and everyone's watching it. And there's Jack out there, number 99. He's wearing 99 because uh, he's, he's not good enough to wear 66, so he's wearing 99. And uh, they're uh, they're like, oh, Jack's still out there. Look, there's little number 99 out there skating around. Uh, but uh, while that's all going on, Steve, the brother, he takes Jack 
dressed in like human clothes now, and he sneaks them out of the arena because a chimp dressed in normal clothes, you wouldn't notice him at all. And they walk <laughs> out of the arena, and they get in a cab, and he drives them to the airport. Now, I, I, I thought I saw where this was going. Like, I thought for sure uh, Jack was going to oversleep somehow and end up in, like, Guam. But no, no. And <laughs> <laughs> become a skateboarder in the next movie. <laughs> well, yeah, he puts Jack on an airplane, and... and there's a lovely airport employee there waiting for them at the gate. This, uh, she's a very uh, good-looking lady. And they said, here, and, and she is a saint because she is not taken aback at all that a teenage boy is putting a chimp onto a plane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she, she is not confused. She doesn't ask one single question about this. She's watching this scene play out in front of her like a father saying goodbye to his son, except the father is like 15 and the son is a chimp and she's like oh right and she just takes the chimp and leads him to the airplane no questions asked so yeah and then so jack gets on the airplane and then they show him on the airplane he's living it up he's drinking cocktails and everything no one yeah no he learned concerned. it from his mom yeah. yeah he's mixing them with his finger he's just spinning around but, uh, but, like, he's not even in the overhead compartment now. He's just in a seat on an airplane enjoying cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> With lots of leg room. Yeah, he's in first class. <laughs> yes. So, uh, and now, uh, before he gets on the plane, though, when they're driving there, they, they're listening to the game on the radio, and uh, it's tied 2-2. It's going to go to overtime. Ten seconds left. The Nuggets shoot the puck in on net on goal. There's a big collision in front of the net. The puck's just sitting there on the red line, right on the goal line. It's like a ride on the red line, like our buddy Pauti would mm-hmm. say. It's right there on the goal line. No one can hit it. Everyone's looking at it, but they can't quite reach it. And then 99 skates in and just jumps through, uh, slides on his belly, and pokes it in with the stick to win the game. Yeah, the Nuggets win. Jack scored the winning goal. But, of course, we already spoiled it for you because we know that Jack's in, uh, going to the airport. But uh, that's yep. actually uh, – it's actually uh, – uh, Tara, the little girl. She dressed up as Jack. Uh, now, she wasn't wearing a monkey mask or anything. She was still yeah. a little girl. <laughs> but no one knows. Sense. <laughs> no one but like, knows. oh, people like this monkey so much that they made eight masks for sale in the lobby or something. <laughs> but nope, nothing like that. Just a little girl. Nobody knows yeah. the difference. Like, you'd think the, the star attraction at this game, again, would be the monkey playing hockey. So I would guess all eyes would be on the monkey the entire time. Like, yeah. I know yep. about it. The first thing I would notice is, hey, that's not a monkey. That's a little girl now. Where's my monkey? <laughs> I paid money to see a monkey play hockey, not a little girl <laughs> play hockey. Anyway, but anyway, <laughs> she scores the goal to win, and then she's celebrated. They show her celebrating in the crease. Like, well, she's not celebrating really, but she just looks around, and she takes her helmet off. And you're like, oh, look, it's Tara, the little girl. And then the rest of the team's celebrating, and then the team picks her up, and they're all cheering. And then they surround her, like, in a big group so uh, no one can see her. And then the university guy and his stooges come on the ice, and they're like, all right, I want my monkey. And, and then the, the team pulls apart, and then you see Tara there smiling. That would have been way better if, like, we didn't already know that Tara scored the goal. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, why did they re- do it that way? Like, we should have not known what's been going on this whole time until we see Tara scores the goal, and then we can see the brother and Jack in the cab getting in the airport. You, you need to keep it a little secret there, you know? But they kind of ruined yeah. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, what can you do? Um, yeah, you have the brother like getting in the cab with like Jack in a bag or something, and you don't know what's in the bag, but it could be Jack, but you don't know. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the guy misses out on his monkey, and then we cut. And the little girl, uh, well, they go to the dressing room, then the little girl's like, hey, how's Jack? And he's like, oh, he's fine. He's on his way back home uh, to see his mom. And he's like, oh, that's great. And then, like, the pro scouts are there. And, and the one pro scout signed the goaltender. Oh, yeah, the goaltender, uh, Steve, the, the boy there, the brother, he found out that the guy's legally blind, so he got him glasses. So, uh, yep. So once <laughs> that goalie started wearing, now he's once he started wearing glasses, yeah, they throw. But again, if you look at his goals against numbers throughout this entire movie, they're all the same pretty much. He's giving up two, three, four goals a game every game. So I, yeah. I, I guess no better. I don't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he got signed to like. Uh, did they say Anaheim's minor league team signed him to a contract? And then uh, Mighty Ducks, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and then the uh, W uh, the uh, uh, WHL uh, the Western Hockey League the top junior A. They're like, hey, we're going to give you a, a contract to our team. Uh, make sure you talk it over with your parents. And he looked over at his mom and dad, and his mom is just blotto, completely drunk off her ass. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I want to go immediately. Let's go. Let's leave for that. I want to go play hockey. And uh, well, well, why wouldn't you I... offer this kid a, a deal when he only played two-thirds of this game and didn't really well, do anything because the chimp did all the work? Yeah, that's the thing I'm thinking. This is like the chimp is the guy carrying this kid, you know? Like if, yeah. Like if you're signing the kid, you've got to get the chimp too. You need them both. That's like a combo. It's like, you know. You and if you sign that them. chimp to a lucrative deal, no taxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also forgot there's a scene earlier where the little girl takes Jack into, into her school for like show and tell. And uh, they're doing sign language. And. Uh, and Jack does a little kissy lip, so all the kids start laughing. And that made Tara popular with all her, her classmates. So then, like, her classmates were showing up at the games to watch Jack and everything. So look at Jack. He turned their lives around. You know, he made everyone happy. Yeah. But again, from the uh, classmates' perspective, they had an invitation for her to the birthday yeah. party. And she, just, she yeah. ghosted them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I don't understand. She was too high and mighty. Like, it seems at some point that girl would have come up to Tara and said, hey, why didn't you come to my party? You know, or why didn't you, uh, did you get the invitation? Or, you know, something would have happened, but no, apparently not. But anyway, uh, so uh, after the the hockey team's all happy, everyone's getting jobs, the mom's still drunk, and then we cut to to Jack. (laughs) He arrives at the uh, nature preserve. The lady who would talk to uh, Steve on the phone there, she picked him up at the airport, I guess, and she drives him in. And as soon as he hops out of the Jeep, there's his buddy from the uh, university, the maintenance guy, the creepy maintenance guy. Yeah. He's not, yeah. He's not working at the nature preserve. Switch jobs. And he, and he walks over, and he's like, Jack, what took you so long, buddy? And he runs over, and he grabs him, and uh, he starts kissing on Jack pretty hard. He's kissing yeah. him all Yeah. Yeah. It's like, calm down, Definitely Romeo. a little concerning. Yeah. Yeah. There's also <laughs> two other monkeys there, and for some reason they have shorts on now. Well, yeah, yeah. A monkey preserve. Someone's got a yeah, flower. His, his parents, I guess. Now we only ever heard him talk about his mom, but his, I guess the other one, the the guy in the shorts, the uh, the plaid shorts. I'm guessing it's his dad, and his mom <laughs> yeah. is the monkey in the shorts with like a flower in her hair. And he's like, oh yeah. But again, his dad looks like a mean drunk. He was <laughs> well, shirtless, just wearing pants. I don't. He's think looking for a fight. Monkeys at monkey preserves wear clothes. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, these monkeys. 
but they're classy at this monkey preserve. Um, <laughs> now, so, so Jack is back home uh, with his family. Everyone's happy. And I love that they uh, – did you keep watching the monkeys? Because the monkeys are, like, playing r- their roughhousing a bit, and then they go running, and they jump into a tree, and they climb the tree. And then right before the movie mm-hmm. ends, one of the monkeys, like, just hops out of the tree. He's, like, hanging by a vine out of the tree. It's pretty awesome. It's a monkey playing <laughs> yeah. in the tree. It's pretty great. <laughs> so, uh, I think I'll be was honest. Jack. I was not paying attention to the last hour and ten minutes of this movie. <laughs> but that's how, so there it is. That's how it ends. Jack's back home with his family. Everyone's happy. The end. Oh, it was awesome. So good. Uh, but he, here's my uh, here's another thought I had. If this maintenance guy, if all along he was going to come work at the nature preserve anyway, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Why not just yeah. take the monkey yeah, to, go to I don't, the nature preserve? Why put the monkey? I don't know if that was a premeditated thing or if he got fired because they suspected he had to do with the monkey getting. Yeah, or um, another explanation, once Jack left and he realized there were no more hepatitis-free monkeys to have sex with <laughs> at the university, I could be he realized right. he had to go somewhere to find a new supply, so to speak. <laughs> I think you know it there, Tuffy. That's a good one, yeah. Uh, so there it is. He didn't have the money to go on Wayfair, get one of those cabinets <laughs> full of monkeys. <laughs> MVP, most valuable primate. Like I, I told these two fellows uh, before the show, it's the Citizen Kane of monkey movies. This is the best movie there is. Uh, this is clearly a ten out of ten. It's a uh, it's a monkey playing hockey. Get out of here! <laughs> it's a monkey playing hockey. Let's not overthink it. It's a ten out of ten. All right, so we don't. Even, I don't even really need to get your numbers. I think we're good. Ten out of ten for MVP. Uh, so. I can't wait for next week when we do MVP two most verbal primate. That's gonna be great. Yeah, I won't be here next week, but Tuffy, I'm hoping you'll write the shit. Oh here wait, and pick a good Ooh. one. Wait, is, is next week when you're off there, Jenk? Is that the yeah? And yep, what are you doing it. next week? I'm going out to Washington. The Scooch and Pete. <laughs> yeah, see Pete. Uh, all right. No scooch right. this time, but no scooch. All right. <laughs> hey, hey, if you well, take it, yeah, train. I would say this is a. Just to be clear, this is like a four. Yeah, that's what I was gonna go. Like, I don't want to be too hard on it. It's made for children. Yeah, but it's also yeah, it could have been better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it could have been way better. It could have been way, way better. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and but, there you know, were I, I am, there were zero I naked am, ladies. Just, uh, I am working on my own. Uh, I am working on my own monkey mo- uh, book, you know. So uh, I took notes when I'm watching uh, this MVP, and I'm like, "What can I? What can I take from MVP when I'm writing my uh, monkey book there?" And uh, what I learned was the bar is very low. If you're making a monkey yeah. thing, yes, like, like really, my monkey book is going to be top shelf monkey entertainment. <laughs> it is going to be well. Your monkey talks, right? <laughs> yes, my monkey talks, and he's a millionaire, and they're investigating a murder involving <laughs> professional wrestling. So it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be really good. Yeah. Okay, and wait. those millions he doesn't have to pay tax on, so that's pretty oh, good. Oh, because he's a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, MVP, yeah, it's great. 10 out of 10, just like Tuffy said. Just, uh, oh, here we go. Just, you can ask the Academy for clarification, but is 
Uh, are the monkeys eligible for best actor? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. And that monkey has got a nomination sewed up, and I'm thinking it's oh probably a <laughs> <It's probably laughs> We already have a best monkey category. Let's not fucking have a sweep. Hey, hey, how dare you? Now, Jank, it's, uh, it's too bad you won't be here next week because my pick uh, has four monkeys in it. What? Um, it's Daydream Believers, the monkey story. Oh. oh, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Listen. 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 I love the monkeys. The monkeys are probably my, like, third favorite band. <laughs> but I'm not. Yeah. There has to be an actual monkey. An actual monkey, Tuffy. Uh, all right. I, Man, you're just I had him down to all, all his picks here. I was wondering if that was going to be acceptable or not. So, no, uh, that's not acceptable. <laughs> on crime, uh, my pick is Zombies, Z O O M B I E S. Okay. Uh, when a strange virus quickly spreads through a safari park and turns all the zoo animals undead, those left in the park <laughs> must stop the creatures before they escape and zombify the whole city. Yeah, now we're talking. <laughs> this sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll definitely watch this. You know, it won't be. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime, so. There are some ladies in it. So that's a step up. So there's some ladies. So, all right. Um, from, 2000, from 2016. Well, guess what? It gets a 3.3 out of 10 on IMDb, less than MVP. <laughs> so, how about that? <laughs> Most of those from the, were from that one guy. He just created a bunch yeah. of accounts to upvote it. <laughs> Zombies. Wow. Oh, something <laughs> rolled off the tongue. Hey, there's a Zombies too. Ooh. Oh, now I get it. Uh, I get the wordplay. Yeah, it's like it's like zombies. But <laughs> <laughs> zoo. Oh. Like a zoo. Yeah. I'm very slow today. Yeah, I apparently. Get the I didn't get the Zombies. Yeah, it's tough. It <laughs> you didn't know the mom was an alcoholic? <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, MVP. I hope everyone, uh, everyone's life will be enriched by watching MVP. It's on the Tubi. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to go out I mean, it's say, not the worst thing you can do with your life, yeah. but it's also not very good. <laughs> it's a yeah. Oh, by the way, that kid, uh, the, the brother, I guess he was in all the Air Bud movies as well. Oh. Okay. What a career. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I now I got to look at well now I'm gonna, I was going to look up what else he's in cuz he was in some like actually He was in Frozen it looks like. I forgot about that. Oh, I, I think the, uh, he was in uh Fear of the Walking Dead. That's the show I was thinking of. Fear of the Walking oh. Dead. He was like a regular, not just a cameo or something, one guest star or whatever. Um, but he was a regular in a few different shows. And I think that girl, the little girl, I think was a regular on Weeds. Remember that show? Yeah. That show started out so good and then got terrible. <laughs> I like that. I like that main lady. Uh, who's that lady? She's Foxy. I like that lady. The Mary lady. Louise Parker. Yeah, I like her. Yeah. Mary Louise Parker. Yeah. All right. Um, so Tuffy, what else has happened, buddy? Should we talk wrestling? 
Uh, yeah, I watched uh, two more episodes of the rehearsal. All right, yeah, the uh, Nathan Fielder show. I learned it is Fielder. Yeah. Tuffy, Tuffy taught me that it's Fielder. Nathan. <laughs> yeah, Nathan Fielder. What else would it uh, be? Well, because I always thought it was <laughs> Spelled Felder, just like remember? Fielder. No, I always thought it was Felder for some reason, and it's Fielder. Yeah, all right. Uh, so, uh, Tuffy, uh, two more episodes of this. This is the show where Nathan Fielder helps people rehearse for big moments in their life, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that so, is correct. So now each episode they do a different person, like a different moment, right? Well, uh, yes and no. So episode two was a lady who wants to rehearse whether she um, is ready to have, like, kids. And then Nathan <laughs> Fielder encourages her to, at the same time, say, you know, do you want to have a husband when you have kids? So she's um, trying to find a guy who will be a, the re- do the rehearsal with her. Uh and she invites one guy to join, but then he quits. So then Nathan Feeler kind of takes over as the uh, male counterpart in her rehearsal in the second episode. And then in the third episode, he's still carrying on with that, but he also has other rehearsals to do. So okay. it's, uh, the second, so he's, the third episode carries over the lady from the second one into the third one. And I think that is going to carry on through the season possibly. And again, I don't know how to describe the show, but everyone should go watch it. And it's on the H. Hey, Tuffy, is this an HBO um, Max situation or is this an HBO regular situation? Well, it's on HBO regular, but you can watch it on HBO Max okay. also. But it's not an HBO Max original, right? No, it's an HBO original. Because I guess, uh, I guess this week in the TV news, like Warner is like consolidating everything and like hacking. Like, it, Jack, they they uh, buried that Batgirl movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone's going to be sad about that. They put ninety million dollars into it. It's into post production. It's ready to go, and they're just like, yeah, you know what? Nah, we're just not going to release it. Fuck it. So <laughs> um, take the loss. <laughs> yep. And also, I guess HBO Max is getting the – it's getting whacked too, right? Like, it's getting killed. Really? Right. I saw that, yeah. I don't understand yeah, why. Like, like, why don't you just put it all in how? one thing and <laughs> just have HBO Max that's, be your HBO? That's why I wanted to ask you about the uh, – because I think HBO Max – if they did originals, they will no longer be doing any more original programming. And they're going to fold all the HBO stuff uh, into, like, the Discovery Plus streaming service, I think. Discovery. Discovery Plus. So I think that's the plan. So there'll be, like, a tab on there for HBO shows or something. But HBO Max is getting murdered. They're getting rid of it. So. That seems weird. It does. Yeah. So do I still get free Discovery Plus if I have an HBO subscription? I have no idea. No idea. But uh Huh. But there'll be ways Very to confusing. watch Nathan Fielder in the rehearsal either way. Yeah, it'll be on whatever one <laughs> ends up being I guess. Alrighty. Um did you watch uh, Big Brother? Yeah. Yeah. 
give us the Big Brother update. <laughs> uh, so the leftovers keep rolling. Um, Monty was the HOH this week, and uh, he nominated Indy and Alyssa as pawns because he wanted to get out Nicole. Uh, Daniel and Kyle won the veto. Daniel, who is Nicole's closest ally. <laughs> Alyssa wanted clean. Kyle to use the veto, but his alliance didn't want him to because they had kind of shifted to maybe getting Alyssa out because he's now in a showmance and making out with her all the time. And Monty pleaded with Daniel, don't use the veto. I think if you use it, Nicole is going to go home. Daniel, the genius that he is, said, I think Monty's trying to (laughs) trick me into not putting my best ally on the block, so I'm going to use the veto so he renoms Nicole, and then Nicole got (laughs) voted out. Huh. Well, Nicole, I think, was the one leading that charge. He was like, oh, no, I've been a cop. Like, I know that he's clearly lying. He wants us to not use it. Yeah. (laughs) Wait a minute. I need to to interrupt here. We got a... uh, Special guest on the line. Our buddy Tom Buck Two is on the line. Tom Buck Two, are you there? I'm here, guys. What's up? Hey. Yeah, I uh, I wasn't checking the switchboard, but uh, while Tuffy was explaining Big Brother, I looked at Twitter's and I saw you sent me a message on the. I know. Yeah. Hey, uh, it's a little late. You know, I got a call beginning of the show, not in the, towards the end, but. Yeah. So I got a break work? at work. Oh, oh, okay. You're still. At no, work. I am. Hey, have you ever seen MVP Most Valuable Primate? No, but I ha- I did watch the the rehearsal. Oh, okay. Yeah. One. Well, I was really hope you were talking about Christmas. So, I think. Uh... All right, I'll let you talk about the rehearsal. <laughs> All right, yeah. No, it's fine. I, that's I I heard you talking about. It, and I was like, oh, put me on now. Put me on now. And now, now you're talking about Big Brother, and I'm like, no, I don't I don't really watch that show. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't watch the... it either. What about that lady on the rehearsal there, Tom Buck, too? I only watched the first episode. Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it all fell apart. But it, that show is so crazy. The, I was laughing, like, the whole time, but it's so hard to believe that, that it's real. That guy's not an actor. It gets even harder to believe as the show goes on. Because, like, <laughs> the thing that he wanted to tell his trivia teammates is so innocuous like and yeah. the lady they put they portrayed the lady he was going to tell it to like she's this crazy angry lady who goes off to handle them <laughs> and then she heard the news and she was like oh why wouldn't you tell me that before like yeah okay like she yeah, handles just, it like a normal person would just to remind everybody i think like uh wasn't the guy on some trivia team bar trivia team or something and yeah. he lied about having a college degree right uh, he had uh, he let them a, believe he, a, he had a master's degree. Okay. But he only got his bachelor's. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't even like, it was like a half lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, considering trivia is mostly like questions about TV shows and shit, I don't yeah. see what that would matter anyway. And like, and like he cheated in trivia without the guy's knowledge by like intersplicing questions and it was in his walks with the guy but like some of those things are like easy stuff that everyone knows like what's the tall yeah Burj Khalifa everyone knows that yeah and then at the end when Nathan Fielder reveals to him that he was cheating for him essentially they show him 
talking to the actor. So you don't even know if he told the real guy whether or not he was cheating or not. Yeah, I think the implication is that Nathan Fielder had rehearsed telling him that he had helped him cheat, but then decided he didn't want to do that. Okay, I wasn't sure. Because the guy would react badly. I mean, the the stuff that (laughs) happens in the next two episodes, uh, I was talking to another friend about this, about I don't know if this is real, if this is all just one big put on, because the people are very strange on this show. This might be the population we have but like when he showed the guy when he showed the guy the replica of the bar like he was like he's like wow but i was like i was in my living room like saying holy shit they just replicated an entire bar in a warehouse with everything like beer taps that worked yeah except the pizza oven the pizza oven thing was kind of funny so i i think the uh like they set up that fake bar in New York where the real bar is because then in episode two, he goes out to Oregon, but he has them ship the entire replica of the bar out to Oregon for no reason at all. <laughs> Seriously? Like oh, Nathan Fielder is an insane person. And I don't know if he's putting this on, if he's really like this or what, but <coughs> this is the greatest TV show I've seen in a long time. All right. It is really good. I haven't watched the second one because I told my wife, like, you have to watch this. And then she's yeah. like, all right, I'll, I'll watch the first one. Then we can continue watching it. But she still hasn't because she's a bum. But I wanted to call in. This is the last last blog talk radio show, right? Is that, yeah. a, is that for sure? Here's... Yeah, probably. <laughs> no. As long as I remember to cancel for next week. 10% yeah. chance. <laughs> But there's still a chance. There's still a chance that we could do the show live with callers and everything if we use Spotify to do the show. So we could still try and do that. Um, maybe I, I keep telling Jank we're going to do a test run, but we never do. But maybe uh, this weekend, Jank, we'll do a test run. Right? Okay. Sounds good. Uh, Tuffy, you're welcome. Like Tuffy, I don't know if you have the app. Do you have the spot? I know Jank has the app because he downloaded it before. But do you, I, I yeah, think you need the app. Yeah, Spotify Live, is the green... I think, is what you need. Okay. It, it, it used to be called Green Room, but they changed it to Spotify Live. So. I mean, I also have a smartphone, and I can just type Spotify Live into my Google Play Store right. or whatever. Well, on. you know what we'll do? We'll get, on the, we'll get on the Facebook Messenger, and we'll have a show meeting maybe this weekend, and we'll talk, <laughs> it, talk it through. But, uh, Ooh, I oh, probably will we... not make it then, so I'll lift those messages. <laughs> <laughs> but if we do it on if we do it on Spotify, people could still call in and stuff. And uh, I don't know about I, I don't know about sound clips, but um, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I will read up on it. I forget how it works, but you know I'm not going to do any of this, right? Everyone knows that. I'm just going to talk. Yep. Yeah. All right. We got another month on blog talk coming up. Path of least resistance. <laughs> so we'll see. I just wanted anyway, to you know, call uh, yeah, in and Tom make sure I, I didn't miss my last chance. Yeah, it is. <laughs> It could be your last chance on Blog Talk. So how's everything else going in your earlier, right? We were so also everything else definitely quitting Blog Talk last December. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah be- because uh, that's how I know about Spotify and everything, because the last time we thought about quitting, it was like last year or whatever, and it was called Spotify Greenroom. Now it's called Spotify Live. That's how long it's been that they changed the name of the whole app and they released <laughs> yeah, a new I app. I still have Greenroom. Yeah. I don't think I have Spotify Live. <laughs> So uh, we'll look into it. 
Uh, but Tom, Buck Two, how's everything else in your world? Uh, things good at the casino and everything? Yeah, it's spectacular here. <laughs> have, have you ever noticed any chimps come in to bet? Have you ever seen a chimp come in? Uh, they got some, some some guys who look like gorillas, you know. Oh man! Wow, they look tough. But, uh, but uh, anything else going on I, you'd like to discuss? I, I went on I went on a vacation like a month ago, and when I was on vacation, Ooh. I gave my my brother your book, Mike Bell, and I was reading Dick Belsky, and my dad was reading Miles Watson. Wow, look at that. It's a it's a one nine books uh, uh, Lollapalooza there. How about that? Well, thank yeah, you for I'm, supporting I'm really, the team. Yeah. Really into the Dick Belsky books. Yeah, you love the Dick Belsky. Yeah, he's good. Claire Carlson. Yeah, we got a. Uh, I keep like hinting, hey Dick Belsky, come back on the show, come back on the show, and he 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 like yeah, but then you know he never says anything though. So I'm like, all right, we've got. He's, Got a new book coming out in what, like October or something? Yeah, that's where he usually mm-hmm. schedules us on his press tours. Yeah, because you know, he knows we move books. <laughs> Tom Buckley will buy it if he comes on you the don't, show. You don't edit his books, do you, Mike Dell? No, I do not. I have nothing to do with Dick Bell's books. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He keeps me away from them. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll try and get Dick Belsky on. Um. But yeah, I appreciate you buying the books. Uh, make sure you tell your brother I'm working on a book about a talking chimp. He'll be very excited. <laughs> yeah. He said that he and his wife uh, read, read it to each other before bed by, with a with an English accent. Wow, I appreciate that. Thank you. That's he how I want to read. Funny. I don't. Yeah. Is it, is it yeah. supposed to be very funny? Yes, it's a it's a. <laughs> I hope so. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't read it yet. Yeah, it's a it's a comedy. Yeah, there's jokes in there. Yeah. I, I would have started, but then I forgot. I gave it to my brother, so then I remembered I had the Dick Belsky book. That's all right. I Got appreciate it. it. I had to get back into reading. Yeah, uh, I read a lot, but I don't read anything because I'm always reading for work, but I don't really read anything outside of work. So, uh, but I've been listening to a lot of audio books um, on YouTube. There's a is bunch that, of. Is that fun? There were a bunch of books though. Uh, it, like I feel a, like it's adapt- not as fun. Ah, uh, yeah, it's not really fun. Uh, I'm looking just to get as much information <laughs> in my brain as possible at all times. So, uh, yeah, mm, so I do. Yeah. I've been reading. Like Johnny uh, Five, you need much. input. Yeah, need the input. Yeah. I'm reading the third. Dick Belsky book on my phone because it was two bucks on Amazon, but I don't really like reading yeah. it on my phone. I like some yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Books. I've never tried to read anything on the phone. It's a, it's a wee tiny. Yeah. It is. But, uh, I hear uh, I hear but, Tuffy's working on a book. Tuffy's working on a book now, right, Tuffy? Yeah. Yep. Should be also about a talking chimp. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna beat you to it. Memoirs in Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> Grab ass, a memoir. <laughs> oh, I also been watching. I've I've been watching some of the movies on Tubi. At work, hey, like I'll listen to you guys for ten minutes, and then I'll watch some of the movie. <laughs> I bet you like it on I the Andy Sedaris week. I do. I also like the. Uh, <laughs> 
uh, the one with the, the cartoon monster. That one was pretty good. Evil Tunes. Evil yeah. Tunes. Yeah. I, I, I watched the uh, best movie of the year. The one, the one with the genie, <laughs> and that I really enjoyed the one with the genie. Was that Miracle that was Beach? A fun one. Miracle yeah, Beach, that one. Oh yeah, Mickey Dolan's daughter. Yeah, Pat Morita. Yeah. <laughs> I used Pat to just Marita's... like go to the parts that you guys would uh, highlight, but now I just watch the whole thing because they're, they're so good. These dumb movies I... are really good. They really are. <laughs> I enjoy it. I really enjoy it. Yeah, because yeah, you know we've been MVP. doing this movie bit for a few years now, but I actually enjoy it. You know, I'm like, all right, yeah, I like watching Do terrible movies. MVP. <laughs> I, I will enjoy it, Tuffy. No, you will not. No, <laughs> it's a chimp playing hockey. It's amazing, it's amazing. Man. Yeah. Hey, you you got kids, don't you? You got kids, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they'll they'll love a monkey movie. Watch it with the kids. I can. <laughs> That's why I, I don't watch a lot of stuff because I can't just put it on in the background while they're cursing and there's nudity going on. You know. Yeah, you can't watch the normal <laughs> yeah, there's none of that movies myth. with the kids. But the MVP, you can watch the MVP with the kids. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. Peppa Pig is on my house like 24-7. It's really <laughs> awful. Peppa Pig. <laughs> I'm not familiar with that. Uh, Unless your kids are on the Twitter and they're going to cancel uh, the girl who's claiming to be deaf, then tell them not to watch it. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. That's from well, the, MVP. There's a little girl, there's a little girl on MVP who uh, is deaf, but the actress, she's not deaf. She was uh, acting deaf, you know? So <laughs> nowadays, that'll get you in a lot of trouble. You know, back in 2000, it was like the Wild Wild West. No one cared. But nowadays, you can't pull that shit, you know? Yeah. So, they yeah, just so, hired James Franklin. You think Franklin Charlie Cox is going to uh, get to play Daredevil again? They might have to, like, blind him <laughs> with battery acid or something. <laughs> <laughs> we need to hire an actor who is really blind and who has heightened senses like a ninja. Where can we find him? <laughs> Yeah. They hired James Franco to play Fidel Castro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what a problem! John Leguizamo was not was not happy about it. Man, James Franco, uh, that guy's a creep. Um, all right. So, uh, well, anything else? Tell him about you. Or do you remember no. any? Uh, Classic, and I use that term loosely. LCS episodes that I should save before uh, Blog Talk goes away. <laughs> do any? You should do, any come to mind? Uh, OJ one. Do the big conspiracy ones you did. Oh yeah, I, I, I think I have all the conspiracy shows saved, but I just don't know what they are. Like uh, because the file yeah. save is just random numbers, so it's kind of tough to cross and figure out which is which. But I could try and put together some conspiracy ones, I guess, and make sure I have them. OJ, Charles Lindbergh. Fluoride. Yeah, because we were doing conspiracies all the time back in the day. Now I'm too old and lazy, and I just don't give a fuck. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Black yeah. eyed kids. <laughs> the black eyed kids. Yeah. <laughs> Keep an eye on black eyed kids. <laughs> They're weird. Black eyed kids. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> There's a lot of shows uh, with the Dave. I, Dave was on the show quite a bit back in the day. I don't even remember. Uh, Adam Rank was on a lot, and uh, Cousin Brandon was yeah. like a regular in like 2010, and uh, yeah. he was on all the time. Him and uh, Larry would do the trivia. Yeah. 
Yeah. I got him and him and Larry confused when I first started listening because cousin <laughs> Brandon has much more of a Pittsburgh accent. So I thought that I thought cousin Brandon was Larry for a few episodes because he was on every time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, he is. Brandon has a unique voice. He definitely has a unique voice. Yeah. Um, you know, he kind of sounds yeah. like I've been listening to this uh, Boy Meets World podcast. Uh, it kind of sounds like Ryder Strong. What? <laughs> hey, wait, what? <laughs> Boy Meets World podcast. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> yeah. I need podcasts to get me through the day. Oh God. <laughs> Boy Meets World podcast. Are you a big Topanga fan? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> She's great. <laughs> I don't. We, we need to get a list of like all the podcasts Jank listens to. If you're listening to Boy Meets World, there's got to be some other gems in there. <laughs> I'll keep those under my hat. <laughs> Man, oh wow, that's crazy. Mike Dell, do you uh, follow the Spitting Chicklets uh, on Twitter? Ah, eh, not on Twitter. Uh, I. I listen to the show a little bit, but uh, I can only take in small doses. It, I don't like that rear admiral guy. That guy's a pain in the. I don't like him. Yeah. You know, you know that guy. I just they, no, I don't listen to him. But they oh, okay. tweeted out uh, an old Pittsburgh uh, commercial with the uh, Max Talbot superstar. Do you remember that commercial? Yeah, superstar. Yeah, yeah, it was a big deal here in Pittsburgh superstar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like it's like making the rounds on the twitters. That came out in like 2008ish, maybe, and uh, it became no, real popular I... when they're during their cup run in eight and nine. Yeah. And uh, on FSN Pittsburgh all the time. Yeah, it was for a car for a car dealership, and uh, Max Talbot, who uh, Tuffy and Jank, you don't know who he is, but he's like a third liner, you know. And uh, and he would uh, he said when he went to get his cars there, they gave him the superstar treatment. He's a superstar. And the way he says, yeah. The way he says it, it's very funny. And uh, so he became very popular here in Pittsburgh because of the superstar. Superstar. (laughs) But that means nothing to Jank and Tuffy because they have no idea what we're talking about. (laughs) Nope. At least it wasn't. pops and buzzes. Patty Kane doing weird stuff. Yeah. Hey. Hey, hey, Tuffy, remember when Patty Kane uh, beat up a cab driver? Remember that one? He, like, smacked the cab driver around? <laughs> I mean, and then, that uh, probably wasn't that in, like, it. Buffalo? Yeah, I was in, in Buffalo. Yeah. And then he got in trouble for, uh, he was accused of raping a lady. Do you remember that, when that happened? In the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. yeah that doesn't sound familiar. I remember, I remember, yeah. I remember hearing, reading about that. It was probably from the uh, the old Mike Dell Twitter account, obedient <laughs> worker. <laughs> Sixteen obedient workers ago. (laughs) They're so going through those old shows. It's crazy. We've done so many fucking shows, and it's like some of these. I I remember most of them, but there were some where I'm like, I have no recollection of that at all. Like I just no (laughs) idea. Um, It all rolls into one big episode in your head, right? Yeah, because I've done so many Ed shows too. You know, like you put the LCS and the Ed shows together. I've done. Yeah. Man, a lot of fake radio. A <laughs> Probably lot. two years worth of fake radio. <laughs> <laughs> Probably all in all time of, Has anybody done more time with podcasts than you, Mike, though? And, and Maybe with podcasts, podcasts, but not on Blog Talk. I can guarantee that. 
<laughs> yeah. The <laughs> they don't even send me like a Christmas card or anything, you know? Mm. Like I should be like, uh, they should love me at Blog Talk, but they should say, they say hi to me. Yeah, you should be their golden cat. Yeah. Creek. I gotta go. Sorry for interrupting. All right, buddy. Big brother, Tuffy. Hey, thank you, Tom, yeah. too. Appreciate it. And uh, hopefully you'll be able to call in on the new show if we go to Spotify. So uh, right. thank you, buddy. I'll be, I'll be calling in next week to Blog Talk. All right. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes, Tom Buck, too. A loyal listener, loyal supporter, and, of course, the man who gave me the cutout Oscar. He will always be remembered for that. I'm looking at her right now. A thousand paper cuts. <laughs> I'm looking at her right now. Hi, Oscar. Hey, speaking of Oscar, uh, th- this past week, uh, she – she took a break from doing her uh, Kana Chan TV on YouTube. She has a channel that's very popular called Kana Chan. And uh, she uh, came back and did a video this week. She went to buy a new car, all right, this Oscar, you know. So uh, she goes and buys a Lexus uh, LX limited edition SUV. Like, it's worth over, like, a hundred grand. this Oscar. Yeah. She's, man, she's high rolling it, you know. <laughs> Well, she, she probably she makes drove pretty right. good money. She Did you tell right her to buy new shoes, though? She drove right past the <laughs> Civic dealership. Or went right past the Civic dealership, right past the Carvana. And she says, I'm getting that $100,000 SUV over this. And, uh, <laughs> like, then, like, the other day, she was very excited, though. She, she records herself picking up the car and everything. And she's very, very excited because uh, they gave her gifts of a free hat and a water bottle. That's what she was very excited about. Ooh. She was like, eh. <laughs> 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 he, spent, he spent a tenth of a million dollars on a car. Yeah, it's going to be all right. Um, yeah. and then, uh, uh, then a couple weeks ago, she did a, a, an episode where she wanted to go shop for a new purse. So she goes in, uh, to Louis Vuitton, and she gets this purse. It's like a couple grand. And while she's there, she's like picks up wow. some earrings that are a couple grand. This Oscar, man. I don't, I don't know if I could keep it. I don't in. know. Yeah, I don't no. know if I can keep her on my salary. I don't no think it's going to work way. out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think she's um, independently wealthy, so I don't know yeah. if you really need to worry about that. It's fucking Oscar, man. She uh, she is not scared. She spends the money. <laughs> but uh, well, She probably made several hundred thousand dollars a year at least from, from uh, WWE. I think <clears throat> last I saw, she probably her contract should be coming up, or she probably just signed another one. Um, but, uh, she was one of the higher paid ladies on the roster. Uh, yeah. The women still don't make as much as the men, but, um, I think like Becky, Charlotte or, but she was like maybe fourth, third or fourth among the women, maybe. So yeah, she makes good money. So, yeah, she knows yeah. how to spend it. You'd be a kept man. Oh, that, oh, that's my dream, lot, being Oscar's kept man. She could afford a lot of Mike Dell cutouts in her house. She could just keep me in the back of that SUV. I don't need a lot of room. I'm very, you know. Hey, she's back there. Be great. But anyway, hey, uh, hey Tuffy, uh, all right, so Big Brother, let's give, uh, is there anything else we should know about Big Brother, just it's terrible, or is it good this season? Uh, or what's it, it could have been good, but now, um, so like the Underdog Alliance, like won an HOH, kind of turned the game around, except now they're just the dominant alliance again. <laughs> yeah. Kind of the same old strategy of getting like a seven, eight people alliance and dominate. Yeah. 
And then they won HOH again this week. Uh, Michael won the HOH, so they're in power again. And it sounds like either Daniel or Terrence will be going home. Yeah, they really got to figure out a way. Like, Terrence. They got to figure out a way to get away from those big alliances. Like, but how could you do it though? I, mean, I know we've talked about this before on the show, right? Didn't we come yeah. up with an idea how to do this? But I, I, I remember we, I had yeah, an idea. The only, the only uh, sliver of hope is that uh, Daniel's probably going to start banging Alyssa, or Kyle is going to start banging Alyssa soon. <laughs> but he might give up on the alliance to uh, side with her on some things. <laughs> hey, so hey again, Tommy, did you that, see that, you, that, that orange bikini? Of, uh, yeah, that orange bikini. Did you see her or not? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, that was pretty Yeah, cool. I would give up anything. $750,000, fuck it. <laughs> would you even give up Would you give up your Boy Meets World podcast? Uh, Ooh, yes. that's, that's a tough one. See you in hell, Wilfredell. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, that's uh, the big brother. Um, what, hey, uh, hey, Tuffy, SummerSlam. Hey, Jake, watch SummerSlam too. How about that? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jack, it used to just be you tune in for WrestleMania, and now you're tuning in for all the big pay-per-views. So look at that. Yeah. <laughs> I trudged through. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's uh, we'll start here with Jank. Uh, what'd you think of your girl Liv Morgan against Ronda Rousey? <laughs> oh, that was tough. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't seem to go too well. <laughs> no. It did seem to go too um, well. <laughs> no. So thankfully, then Ronda Rousey just kind of attacked the referee and got her out of this. So she lives um, to fight another day, I guess. Well, yeah, the storyline here, like, because it's just completely unbelievable that Liv Morgan would beat up Ronda Rousey in a fight. So uh, Rousey was just kind of tossing her all over the ring, uh, arm dragging her and whipping her around, judo throwing her and shit. And then she put her in the arm bar, and, uh, but she did it while Liv was standing. So Ronda's shoulders were on the mat, and the ref was counting in the three count because of Ronda's shoulders. But he didn't notice that Liv tapped out on two because uh, he wasn't looking at her. So technically, Rousey should have won. Uh, and then Rousey flipped out, and she beat up the referee, and now she's suspended. So who knows how long that's going to last storyline-wise. Nah. Uh, but, uh, so that's how they get around this. And they have to find a new yeah. challenger, basically. Yeah, so uh, yeah they had a gauntlet down. match tonight. Yeah, do you know who won, Tuffy? I didn't see who Shayna. won. Shayna Baszler. That's good. I like that. I'm glad that Shayna's getting a yeah. little push there, so that's good for Shayna. And uh, um, it seemed like Raquel got a big run through the gauntlet match. Yeah. But lost Raquel's going to be the next. She's going to be the next uh, somebody, I think. Um, but she needs Yeah, and it's good for Liv that uh, Raquel didn't win because yeah. she would beat her up worse than Ronda, I think. Well, Shayna <laughs> will murder Liv in a fight. So yeah, that's that, uh, true. But anyway... Um, but Tuffy, how do you feel about having Liv tap on two though? Because she's the underdog baby face. That's kind of, now everyone knows that she didn't really beat Ronda. She kind of, in a way, cheated to beat Ronda. So is that what you want out of your underdog baby face? Well, that's yeah. more referee's error uh, than her cheating. Was, so I think it's fine. But, ha- but as an honorable champion, she used to say, yeah, you beat me. You know, like if you're a true baby face, you're like, yeah, you beat me. Yeah. I think I think the way you do it where Ronda flips out because, you know, then Liv is kind of just on the sideline for that and then 
she can't just say, oh, Ronda won, so I'll just give it to her because Ronda's going nuts in the ring. Yeah, I, I, think I would think fine. you'd have her tap right at three. You know, like she's getting pinned in there tapping at the same time. Yeah. Or something. But yeah, to have her do it more beforehand, sense. it really undermines your baby face. But, you know, whatever. Uh, all right, so what else is on SummerSlam there, Tuffy? Um, Pat McAfee versus Baron Corbin. Uh, yeah. That was entertaining. Uh, Pat Pat has some little uh, slip-ups in the, in the match a little bit, but he was talking about it on the show. Because like, this was wrestling. Uh, this was outside, and he said it was very hot and humid, and he was struggling. Yeah. <laughs> he was uh, slipping on the ropes a bit a couple times. But uh, he, still, <laughs> he still performed really well, and that was entertaining. Um, what else? Uh, oh, uh, Logan, Logan Paul. Paul in the mid. Holy fuck, is Logan Paul good at professional wrestling? That kid's like a <laughs> yeah. fucking... Good Lord. He's really good. Yeah. He's, like, really good. So, uh... Yeah. Got to see Maurice out there. That was nice. Oh, fucking Maurice. Good God. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, uh, Jack, you see Liv Morgan, a cute little girl, and then you see uh, Maurice there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll take Alexa Bliss out of all of them. Oh, my God. You haven't seen enough Maurice, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like Maurice. She's and she's French Canadian. She has a the accent and everything. Oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah Logan Paul. Uh, Lashley. Lashley beat Theory. Yeah, I don't understand why that match happened. Like, what was the point of that match? We'd already seen it. <laughs> and then the same yeah. thing. Uh, to get Lashley his title back, I think. Or well, no, he Lashley already had, already the, had title. the title. Yeah, he already oh, yeah. had the title. He, so it's like I don't see what the point of that match was. He but just did this. Yes. Well, exactly. it probably he throws things off too when uh, Vince retires and Theory's whole storyline is that he's Mr. McMahon's protege. And this this match was booked before Vince retired. So, like, uh, yeah. Basically, don't get too caught up on stuff that happened up till SummerSlam. Now it's like the new era. The Raw after SummerSlam, and one match in particular on SummerSlam was definitely Triple H doing stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. so now on, it's uh, Triple H's era. And we'll talk about that more in a minute. Um, yeah. What other big matches? Uh, of course, I want to save the first match of the night. We'll save that for last. Yeah. Um, uh, the Mysterios beat the Judgment Day. I guess that was good. I really didn't care. You know. Because, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Usos beat the Street Profits. Again, I've seen it a thousand times. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's always good. Yeah, just did it. Care. Just don't care. So, uh, it was a good match, but uh, yeah, they're always you know. good. But I just I've seen it too many times. Mm-hmm. Even I've seen well, it this time. Too many Jeff times. Jarrett was the referee, <laughs> so it's different. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, I I, I didn't pay attention to that match. See, on Sunday, uh, Jeff Jarrett and some other guy wrestled <laughs> Ric Flair and some other guy. I think Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal wrestled Ric Flair and uh, <clears throat> Odell Andrade. Whatever he's known in AEW, I don't know. Okay. <clears throat> El Idolo or whatever. <clears throat> but, yeah, Andrade's his son-in-law now because he uh, married Charlotte. So, yeah, Ric Flair had his last match. And uh, Ric Flair is very old man with <laughs> and all kinds of other health problems. And he's a drunkard. He's always boozing it up still. And he yeah. had this match, and he bladed, and he was bleeding, and it was very sad watching this old man go around trying to make And he even took a suplex and stuff. Yeah, people were worried. 
and people are like, what are you doing? He took up a suplex with Pacemaker, and that's not a good idea. Nah. And like after the match, he's giving a speech to the crowd thanking him. He goes, I don't even remember half of it, but thank you for coming. Let me, like, let me ask you this, Mike, Bell. Ric Flair is a crazy old man. What percentage do you think he was just hoping to die in the ring? I don't know, man. <laughs> I think he just wants to go as hard and fast as he can in these final days that he has, you know? And he's just like, I'm yeah, going to go. Yeah, he probably thought he would be dead a long time ago at this point. Because right after the match, he went out partying with Kid Rock. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that was another well, nothing... highlight of SummerSlam is Kid Rock licking some fat lady. <laughs> yes. The apes aren't the only one getting hepatitis there. I guess that lady. <laughs> I, I guess that lady is some like comedian or something. She's famous okay. on uh, being like a her gimmick is like a white trash comedian or something on YouTube. Or she's kind of famous, like or TikTok or something. I have no idea. Never don't know who she is. But uh, yeah, he just started licking her and kissing her, and yeah, that was something. So yeah, there's that. Uh, Okay, so then, uh, well, we got two matches left to really discuss. Uh, let, let's talk about the opening match. Uh, Becky versus uh, Bianca Belair. Great match. Yep. Uh, they always work well together. And uh, during the match, you could tell Becky's, like, favoring her shoulder. I'm like, hey, she's either really selling her now. I think she hurt her shoulder. Sure enough, she separated her shoulder, we learned later. And there's a couple mm. pictures online that were pretty graphic during the match that her shoulder, you could see it out of the socket, like, just hanging there. It's pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, but she completed the entire match with the separated shoulder, and uh, Bianca beats her, of course. And she rolls out. Becky rolls out of the ring while Bianca's celebrating, and uh, you know Becky's licking her wounds there. And uh, but then the music hits. Bailey's back. Yeah, Bailey. Yeah. Now, Jank, are you familiar with Bailey at all? Uh sure. I've seen her in these things. Um, I don't know that I've ever actually seen her wrestle. Yeah, because she's always doing gone, like, like microphone stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she's great. And it, the thing that I love about Bailey Tuffy is uh, I loved her back in NXT when she was you know cheerful little huggable Bailey there, you know the hugger and all that. Yeah. But uh, she was always terrible on the mic. And then uh, <laughs> it seems like just overnight she became one of the best people on the mic in the industry. Yeah. She got so good. Yeah. Like it's like she flipped a switch. And it was really when Sasha Banks, remember when she had her first tantrum and she left the first time? And she left the Just when they were going to counseling together? <laughs> uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, right after that storyline. And, uh, and Sasha left. And uh, Bailey was on her own for the first time. And she really elevated her game. And she just became one of the best uh, people on the mic. Yeah. And ding she dong, always hello. Yeah, ding dong, hello. And uh, so now Bailey's back. And she was looking... Uh, Bailey's looking a little thick there, and I I was liking it. She was looking good. I don't know. Yeah, a little thick. But uh, she always looked healthy. I would say. Yeah, I like the Bailey. <laughs> and uh, but Bailey didn't come back alone. Now ne- the next no. music hit. Dakota oh, Kai's back. Yeah. yeah. Dakota Kai. Yeah. How about that? Uh, good old Dakota Kai from NXT. She did everything she could in NXT, and uh, she's in her thirty, mid thirties. So uh, Vince said, "All right, we're just going to cut you loose." Yeah, but everyone loved Dakota Kai, and she's the lady friend of Shayna Baszler, you know? So it's like, hey, that's pretty sad that you cut Dakota yeah. Kai. Uh, everyone loves her. Uh, so Triple H, as soon as he's back in power, I'm hiring Dakota Kai back. <laughs> he brings Dakota Kai back. <laughs> yeah. And uh, now, though, she has long hair, 
And uh, it's like the colors of uh, Napoleon, uh, that, that uh, what is strawberry, vanilla, and chocolate, the old, what is that, Napoleon? The Neapolitan. Neapolitan. I, I was thinking Napoleon. Neapolitan. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, how, how do you feel about that haircut there, Tuppy? The old uh, purple or the pink, uh, uh, white, yellow, or vanilla and I'm chocolate. a fan of Dakota Kai, whatever her hair looks like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Dakota Kai. Yeah, she's awesome. She's really good in the ring. She's a great seller. Her and Sasha Banks are probably the two best sellers of, uh, in the women's division. And um, so she's great. And then, hey, but they're not done yet. Now the great uh, theme song, one of my favorite theme songs in wrestling, EO Sky. Uh, of course, it's EO Shirai, but now she's EO Sky. They, they changed her name. Yeah. Even though Vince is gone, they're still changing names. EO Sky. <laughs> and uh, she comes out, and I love EO Sky. She's the best. And uh, I'm very happy about this, Tuffy. I'm very happy. So you get Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky in their ring to confront Bianca Belair. They're going to beat her up. But then Becky rolls back in, and she says, Nah, I'm on Bianca's side now. We're buddies now. She earned my respect. So there's a big standoff. <laughs> Everyone's going crazy. And uh, so that's a great little storyline. And so it, it yeah. seemed now, when that happened that night, I was like, well, either one or two things are going to happen here. I think what I, was going to happen was they were going to have uh, Becky and Bianca team up against the three of them, and then eventually Becky would say, they'd say, well, we're still outnumbered. We need somebody. And then Becky would say, well, I know somebody else. who I, And she brings in Oscar. And then you have Oscar, Becky, and Bianca. But there was a part of me that was terrified they were going to put Alexa Bliss in that spot instead. Oh, that'd be Ooh, that would have been great. No, it would have been terrible. But <laughs> the next day on Raw, Becky comes out and she says, yeah, I separated my shoulder. She's going to be out now for a few months. Uh, like, she had her arm in the same sling that Asuka had her shoulder in uh, after she had her surgery. So who knows? Usually shoulder injuries, that can be a long time. Like, it's not, depending yeah. on how bad it, it got damaged. Because remember Finn Balor fucked up his shoulder after he won and he had to give up the belt. And he was out for like nine months. Oscar was out for nine months. So it could be a while before we see Becky, depending on the, how bad the shoulder is. Uh, so she says, I got to leave. So she goes out. And then later on Raw, Jank, they were going to have Alexa and Oscar were having a match. And then uh, mm-hmm. Bailey and her girls come down and they jump them. And so now uh, Alexa and Oscar and Bianca now team up. So it's the three of them versus Bailey's crew. So oh, you got okay. Alexa and Oscar yeah. together with Bianca. But now, this it would be a good test for uh, Triple H's tenure because Vince McMahon would not let a women's faction last for more than about three weeks when <laughs> I he know. was there. So, well, that's why <laughs> Bailey Bailey pitched the idea that she wanted a faction with EO and Dakota last year, and Vince said no. So as soon as Vince leaves huh. power, she gets what she wants. That's great. That's great. That's good to see. Yeah, it is good to see. And uh, and people were saying that now that Triple H is in power again, uh, or for the first time, he'll probably be able to get Sasha back because Sasha's his girl, you know. Him and Bailey were the two yeah. down in NXT that he really loved. So uh, there's rumors that they are going to come back, Sasha and Naomi, that the deal might be already be in place. But then I saw on Twitter, Tuffy, that they announced the the Women's Tag Championship Tournament starts on Monday on Raw. So they, so nope. they didn't forget. They are just waiting. So that's going to start on Monday. So it'll be interesting to see well, if maybe Sasha and Naomi Vince come back. Vince McMahon forgot. The people yeah. in charge now didn't forget. <laughs> yeah, Triple H. <laughs> That's why I'm very excited about Triple H being ahead of creative. Because WWE, it's still going to be WWE. It's still going to be, uh, you know, the way they work. It, people are going to be mad, like, at the safer style and everything. But that's common sense. Yeah. That's how you should wrestle. Um, 
so it's still going to look like WWE in that regard. But he is so good at booking and uh, characters and stories. Like the whole time he was in charge of NXT, there wasn't one time where a match ended and I was like, oh, the wrong person won that match. He, he always had it right. It was always right. The only time that it got kind of weird was when Shayna, her title reign was a little long. Uh, but I think even that was because like Kyrie got caught up unexpectedly and they had injuries or something. So they had to keep the belt on Shayna a bit longer than they wanted. But otherwise, it's like he know, he's the best at booking and everything. So I am very happy to have Triple H in charge now. It's going to be good. You excited, Tuffy? Yeah. I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. It's we'll got to be better than Vince. Just yeah, in terms I, I, of, like, <laughs> the dumbest thing that could happen probably won't happen anymore. Yeah, that's the thing. Vince had good stuff. They've been doing good stuff these past couple of years, especially since WrestleMania. I think since WrestleMania, they've been really strong, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, they, they had a couple dud Raws in there. Like, the most recent Raw before the pay-per-view was bad. It was just... But Vince's problem is just very stale. The booking was just the, the same thing over and over and over and over again. And then he would forget past storylines and just, like, toss them aside. Like, you need continuity. You need character consistency. If you want people to care about the characters, they have to have consistency. You know, but Vince just never did that. So it got frustrating. But hopefully Triple H will – he knows what he's doing. All right, so now one other match on that SummerSlam we need to talk about. The big main event, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, the last man standing match. And uh, in this match, Brock Lesnar came to the ring with a tractor. So yeah. You, know, yeah. <laughs> you know right away that something interesting is going to happen. Brock Lesnar comes uh, with, a, with a giant tractor, and it's got one of them uh, scoop lifts on the front of it. Now here's the thing. Uh, yep. Brock... You, you can do that with Brock because he's a legit farmer. He drives them tractors every day. That's what he does. He works the land. He does that shit. You couldn't put me, hey, Mike, they'll go drive a tractor down to the ring. I'm like, nah, I can't. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't do that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's you have way a bicycle with wheels. That's more my speed. Yeah, I can't. I can't do that. I, I can't do that. Yeah, but I can Brock, drive a Honda like, Civic. Yeah, I can drive my Honda Civic to the ring. <laughs> but uh, don't ask me to parallel park or go in reverse. <laughs> But I can drive it to the you ring. You can't drive in reverse? Well, I can, but, you know, got to – I my car has one of those things, uh, the display with the camera, you know, so you just got to watch the display. Yeah, I yeah. never use it. I, I never use it. I always turn my head and go back in. Um, like, do you guys use yeah. your backup cameras? I, I don't know. It seems weird to me. No, I use mirrors because that's how I learned how to drive. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah. But anyway – um, all right, so uh, Brock brings the tractor down the ring. They had their big last man standing match. Oh, well, first of all, Brock, he, uh, he hoists up the bucket there on the tractor so it's up high in the air, and he climbs up into it, and he's standing in the bucket. Yeah. And he, he gets the microphone, and he introduces himself. And uh, yeah, Brock Lesnar, then he throws – did you catch this stuff? He throws the microphone down at Roman yeah. Reigns. I saw you had that on just, uh, the Twitters, I think. Yeah, I retweeted on There's Twitter. There's no luck just to catches, it. Yeah. Yeah. He just catches the microphone by his hip without even looking or flinching or anything. And then he winks at Brock. That was what sold it. He winks at me. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> oh, bitch. It was the most amazing thing. <laughs> fucking, uh, fucking rains. So uh, they have their match. It's great. They're uh, hitting each other all over the place, going through tables and everything. It's really good. They're always good when they're healthy, you know. Their WrestleMania match is bad because they both got injured in it. But um, 
th- their WrestleMania match years ago when uh, Seth did the Bunny in the Bank cash, and that was a really good match. If you go back and watch that, that was good stuff. Uh, so anyway, they get to the towards the end here, and uh, Brock says, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to drive this tractor into the ring, and I'm going to lift up the <laughs> ring. And he scoops yeah, up yeah. the corner of the ring. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that was pretty cool. What a visual that created. So you got like the, the like if you're looking at the TV, the back left corner of the ring is just way high in the air. And uh, and Ro- Roman is in the ring when he lifts it. So he falls out of the ring and rolls right out. And uh, it was great. Like what a visual that is. And then yeah. he left it up there. So the ring is, is all uh, screwed up, like uh, twisted up like that for the rest of the night. <laughs> Now, that would really suck if you were fans in the corner of that by the rail there, and you can't see Ooh. anything. Because <laughs> the ring is Yeah, up I hadn't thought about that. But otherwise, it was awesome. Like, that is a uh, once-in-a-lifetime moment. I've never seen anything like that in wrestling. That's the first, you know. That was yeah. amazing. I, that I was appreciate like, good, you know, in, innovative stuff like that. Yeah, that was like Attitude Era crazy shit, like beer truck kind of stuff, you know, doing that kind of stuff. Uh, but, man, yeah. I've never seen a ring lifted like that. And uh, so they keep <laughs> doing their fight. And uh, Austin Theory comes down, and he, he, he thinks he's going to cash in the, the briefcase. But then uh, does, Bro- does Roman hit him first or Brock? I think, I think Brock. Yeah, he just F5'd him onto the briefcase. Yeah. Yeah. But, but here's my question for you, though, Tuffy. Why would you cash in then? It's a last man standing match. Yeah. The match was still going. So if he cashed in then, he would have to be the last man standing, meaning he would have to get both Brock and Roman down for a 10 count. I don't think uh, Austin Theory had thought it through. Yeah. <laughs> like the time to cash in is when the match is done. Roman's declared the winner, but he's so beat up and he's weak that you could take him. That's when you cash in. But, yeah, Theory yeah. with Vince there, yeah, I guess he doesn't have anyone telling him what to do. He doesn't know what he's doing. I also think the idea was uh, that Theory runs out, doesn't cash in, and just gets beat up by both of them. So, Yeah, but, I mean, in kayfabe-wise, what is he thinking in that instance? If you're Austin Theory, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I guess just Vince isn't there, so whatever. He was confused. Uh, but, anyway, uh, yeah, he, uh, Brock hits him, and then Roman hits him with the title belt and hits him with another title belt, and I think he hits him with, like, a bazooka and, like, a train. And then eventually they just pile a bunch of furniture on Brock and they, they keep him down for a 10 count. And Roman Reigns is your winner. Yeah. So there you go. Boo. Um, oh, yeah, the Usos also got involved as well. And they, uh, they're yeah. super yeah. and shit. Brock whooped their asses real quick. Yeah, Brock's a bad dude. Brock also looked bigger than ever. He looked super jacked. Yeah. Yeah. He was in real good shape. So, uh, Tuffy, what would you think of that main event? It was good. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Again, a lot of enthusiasm. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I liked it up, up until the end. Like you have Brock do all this stuff. He's like kicking everyone's ass like well, easily. He does this whole tractor stunt and then he loses. Like that's stupid. Well, no, 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 no. You because you, you want to have Brock look <laughs> as strong as possible. So you have him look like a monster. That they needed all this ways to beat him. But you keep the belt on Roman Reigns. That's the way you do. Yeah. You keep the belt on Roman Reigns. No. Uh, yeah. Because uh, they're doing a big pay-per-view <laughs> in London coming up here at the end of the month, or first week of September. Yeah, Brock ain't those going all the way to London. Yeah, he brought something <laughs> London. And those people want to see Roman Reigns in the bloodline as champions. So 
you keep the belt on Roman Reigns. I'm sure they would be happy if Brock was a champion. I don't think Brock is going to Europe. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. And, like, I don't think Brock <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. probably won't see Brock again for a few months. He'll probably take some time off. You know? Yep. Yeah, I saw those clips you posted of him sitting up in the ring afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, when everything's done, he, get, he climbs back into the busted ring, puts his cowboy hat on, and sits up in the corner that's lifted high in the sky there. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, Brock seems to be, like, legitimately yeah. having fun, you know, in this uh, this most recent run. He's well, he's working, uh, like, actually working, I don't know, six nights a year, and he's probably making <laughs> a couple million dollars for it. Yeah, he makes, I think, a minimum, he's making five million a year, I think, minimum. Yeah. they probably give him more like, that. when he's active, he's got to come in and do a couple uh, promos, you know, during the SmackDowns or Raws, but... Actual matches, it's got to be less than 10 a year, right? Yeah, I would say so. Uh, he also f 5 Paul Heyman. That was great, too. Yeah, that, that was great. Well, you know, Paul Heyman, he's like, hey, you can't, you're killing him. You're, you just take the belts. Roman's my meal ticket. <laughs> you're ruining me and my family. <laughs> and he F5s him. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was good. Yeah, overall, I thought SummerSlam was great. Uh, I was very sports entertained because it started out great with Becky and Bianca. Uh, there were some great yeah. moments in between, and then you had a great ending. So that's that's all you can ask for in a paper. That was awesome. Enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think uh, next it's going to be uh, Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns in uh, London, right? That's the well. Carrion uh, Cross came out at the end of SmackDown and beat up Drew McIntyre, so I don't know. Maybe he'll what? be jumping into Karrion that. Carrion Cross is yeah. back. Charlotte <laughs> with him. Yeah. There you go. Now All I right, had to funny. go to Twitter because I had uh, SmackDown on mute while we're doing the show, and some guy was beating up Drew McIntyre, and all I thought was, "Who the hell's that guy? I don't even know who that is." <laughs> all right, listen, Carrion Cross. Uh, he was a uh, Killer Cross before that, right? But in NXT, he was carrying cross. He was the champion, and uh, he's a big guy. He looks like he looked like a guy Vince would love. But then he came up on the main roster, and Vince says, "Hey, you know what we're going to do? All that gimmick that you had down in NXT that got you over, we're not going to do any of that. Instead, we're going to dress you like a gladiator." What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, <what? laughs> yeah, yeah. Vince pretty much killed him on the main roster, but he was Triple H's guy in NXT, so that's awesome that Triple H brought him back. I'm not a huge carrying cross fan. Because I don't think he, he's a big guy, and he's imposing, and he's, he's okay in the ring. But to me, he doesn't look tough. Like, his face, he looks like uh, a baby face kind of guy. You know, like, uh, literally, like, he looks young in his face. He doesn't look like a, a tough, mean guy to me. You know what I'm saying? Maybe some, like, uh, face paint. It's or like something baby Huey. Yeah, like, one, one time on NXT, he wore some face paint. And, uh, like, kind of like the God of War, that video game, like, that kind of thing. I was like, oh, at least that helped a little bit, made him look a little meaner or something. Uh, he needs something like that. But the big thing is Scarlet is there. Because as long as Scarlet is there, Karrion Cross is money. Because people are going to want to see Scarlet walk to the ring. So there you go, buddy. As long as, long as she is there, holy fuck, are they going to get over. So, yeah. I, I have no idea why Vince never uh, saw like – I think at the time Scarlet had a ruptured uh, breast implant maybe. And that's why he Ooh. he didn't they couldn't use okay. her. So, but even I think before that, uh, Vince was doing testings with him without Scarlet on like main event and shit. And I'm like that is not going to work. She needs to be there. <laughs> like, 
without hit without her, he's nothing. You know, like it's just uh, he cares. But you put her in there, there you go. Now you got something. So. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah it's like Drew McIntyre uh, tweeted out, uh, "Was I just jumped by the guy last seen wearing bondage and a helmet? I've had better Fridays." Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's how Vince dressed him up. But uh, yeah, clearly Triple H is in charge. This is pretty awesome. Um, I'm, I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, I guess Johnny Gargano will probably be coming around soon. <laughs> you might be seeing him pop. Yeah. Um, so basically, the uh, NXT roster from three to five years ago is just going to be your main roster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be great. Uh, so Tommaso Ciampa beat AJ Styles on uh, on Raw, so he's getting a little push. Ciampa's great, you know. Get him in there. Um, who else? Tegan Knox. I wouldn't be shocked to see Tegan Knox get signed back uh, because he was always a big Tegan Knox guy. Um, but I don't know who else would they bring back though that they fired. Uh, I guess Peyton Royce is pregnant, so no Iconics coming back. They well, could bring back Billy, I guess. I, I, Billy was the better one anyway, so bring back Billy. But um, Also, Billy solo at the end there, uh, when she was running around with her resume, was one of the best things they've done in a long time. Yeah. I would. I mean, Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville, they've been doing the manager stuff, and I, I think Sonya got fired from that role. She's just a wrestler now. But I would love to see uh, Billy come out as the new SmackDown GM, and they could just say, hey, we yeah. finally read your resume, you know? They could do a callback. Hey, we mm-hmm. got your resume. And then here you go, Billy. She'd be awesome at that. Um, but yeah, so it'll be exciting to watch uh, Triple H at the helm now. This is exciting stuff, Tuffy. Things are changing. Yeah. <laughs> of course, Roman's still going to win, so not that much is changing. Uh, who, yeah. who beats Roman? Obviously, Cody was going to be the guy to beat Roman, but now because of his pec injury, he probably is going to be gone in several more months. You can just keep him out until Cody gets back? Yeah, until what, Royal Rumble or WrestleMania next year? I know, it probably will be. Well, they're also talking about The Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania. But it, uh, if you have The Rock and Roman, can you have The Rock? You would have to lose put, before that. Yeah, you put you put the belt on Rock, though. I mean, you can't do that, right? Because he's not going to be wrestling all the time. Yeah, he's so. not going to be there. Um, well, The yeah, Rock so, is such a good guy. He could win it and then just give it to somebody else the next night or say, I took this back so everyone else could have it, and then you have a tournament or something. That's true. Yeah, that would work. Yeah, you could do that. Because uh, uh, I guess Roman's reign is uh, two years now, right? It's almost two years? It's like 700 days, so that's, yeah, just about yeah. two years. So that's good. It, it's good when you have a dominant champion. I like I like when there's a – and he deserves it, and he's the best, so you you put the belt on him and you keep it on him. It makes the belt worth more, you know? I hate when the belt's always jumping around to different people. Keep it on one guy. Yeah. So, all right, uh, there's your WWE update. And uh, what else, Jank? Have you been watching anything else? Uh, let's see. I mean, there's Better Call Saul. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tough you guys can talk about that because you know I have no idea. But uh, go ahead. Yeah, Mike Dell can go yeah. go check Twitter to find pictures of Scarlet or whatever her name is. Yeah. Scarlet. <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Scholarly research. Yeah, it's been oh, really good. This. Only two episodes <laughs> left. One thing about Scarlet, though, uh, you know, I got to point it out. She has two terrible tattoos. Why? Why do all these beautiful women have to get terrible tattoos? What's, what's the yeah. point? Yeah, that's uh, pretty much everybody at this point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not even just wrestling. She she has like a a, a, a bird uh, on each side of uh, like above the pelvic region. Like 
She has a bird on each side. Oh, so it's like pointing downwards? Yeah. <laughs> kind of. It's not a good look. Uh, in her wrestling gear, she always, she always covers it up when she's on TV and stuff. But uh, it, it's not a good look. Uh, why do women do this? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. I don't get it. Not for me. Yeah. All right. Better than that one lady we saw that had like that tattoo of that like kraken or some kind of sea monster in her butthole. Uh, <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> All the tentacles coming out of there. <laughs> uh, that is definitely a life choice. You know, once you go that way, you yeah. there's no going back from that. You know, like uh, <laughs> when she goes into like the gynecologist or something, you know, what, what, oh wow, you have tentacles <laughs> coming out of your vagina. Yeah. I didn't know I needed a harpoon for this. <laughs> that is not a good one. Uh, Charlotte's from Chicago. Ah, look at that. Oh, yeah. Hey now. Yeah, she was like a super good-looking lady, that, that Scarlet thing. And uh, they're, they're, of course, married. Uh, her and Karen Cross, they got married. Oh. They made a big deal. They, they made like, it legal. Uh, they, took a, like a, they took a helicopter up to like some like um, Arctic a place. A glacier or, in Alaska. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like out in the... And she's just in her wedding dress out in like the middle of like the Arctic. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they sunk the Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, all right, better call Saul. <laughs> Take it away. Yeah. We're getting a lot more gene than I was expecting, which I like. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, I think we're past Saul at this point, I would guess. Yeah. They kind of just zoom past the whole, the whole Saul portion of, or like, part of his life. We're getting yeah. a little bit of flashbacks here and there, but. Yeah. kind of just they're like, yeah, yeah you we had, uh. We'll probably get more of that, I would guess, but I don't know. Yeah. I think, uh, I thought I saw something where, like, um, you know, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul were like, we're in three scenes or something. Maybe we've only okay. done one so far. Yeah. Yeah, because the last one, he went to the high school, but that was except there, so. Yeah. And know. then the scene with Mike, so it was kind of like you could see that part. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Cause does, does Kim come back too at some point, or is that phone call? Ah, she's got to. Do we I'm get like so the other half of that, that phone call? call? We didn't even I find out the, you uh, talk to her, or if you, you know, just the guy wouldn't put her, wouldn't put him through, and actually let him talk to Kim, or if she's even I think there. I saw on Reddit, uh, like the German version of it, people were able to decipher more of what was being said. Oh, really? And it was like he – yeah, I don't know if that's true or not or if that was just someone saying, oh, I could hear on the German one. This is what they said. But well, I wonder about, if like, like, uh, they have like, to transcribe that into, you know, German. So it's in the, the subtitles or something. So somebody actually had yeah. to find out what the dialogue was. Yeah, because the context of that, I think, was like he had talked to Kim and him saying, no, you don't know everything. It's not – as bad as they say it was, or you would have done the same thing, or something like that. Oh. But yeah, I so figure. I'm, assuming... I'm guessing he's got to go to Florida, or she's going to come to Nebraska. One of the two. And yeah. Probably the show turns back into color at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because there was a question too of uh, when he went back to do more 
scams. Like, was he trying to get caught? Was he trying to get money so he could go back on the run? Or, I don't know. Yeah, he definitely seems to have fallen back into that life full full stop now, and a lot of people are catching on. Yeah. (laughs) Seems like Carol Burnett's on to his shit now, and he's going after this cancer guy, and that's going to cause some problems, so... It does kind of suck that they had to recast the uh, the, the t- taxi driver, though. Because this guy, I love Pat oh. Healy. Like, he's a good actor, but I don't know. The other guy seemed, like, menacing. This guy seems like a doofus. <laughs> yeah, I don't really remember the earlier scene. So, Yeah, I don't he was, know. like, a stockier dude. Like, he actually seemed kind of, you know, been in The Sopranos or something. Like, And then this guy's just kind of okay. like, whoops, I'm slipping on things and falling down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was a pretty good setup with the mall heist. Yeah. That was a good episode. Classic sort of Breaking Bad style with that scene. Yeah. Mike Bell would love the uh, sort of Rube Goldbergian setup they had where everything has to work exactly right for this absurd plan to be pulled <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, it's his bread and butter. <laughs> Just uh, far-fetched premises. I'm, I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching SmackDown clips and uh, a Carrying Cross. Carrying <laughs> Cross looks tougher. He's got hair now, and he's got a little bit of a scruff, like a little bit of a beard coming in. So he looks a little meaner. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> Scarlet still looks awesome. So all right, how about that? Why don't they just give him an eye patch? That'll make him look tough. <laughs> Everything's better with an eye patch. <laughs> and uh, our yeah, buddy, really uh, good. I can't Twitter, wait to see where this goes. Our buddy, the whale, uh, tweeted out: "Cousin Brandon's year uh, and best of shows are some of the funniest unintended comedy episodes in Fake Radio. Highly recommended." Yep. So look at that. The whale gives it. He's the not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you. Could you edit those to take all the music out, maybe? <laughs> uh, I hope, uh, Tuffy, you don't go on there and give us YouTube strikes for having uh, copyrighted material in his songs. You know? <laughs> don't, don't want to alert the sandwiches that we're playing 30 seconds of their song. We might get in trouble. So, yeah. I'm just glad that we've reached a point in life where Cousin Brandon is too drunk to do those shows anymore. <laughs> and again, if we do uh, radio shows without the ability to do sound clips, that means no more Cousin Brandon music shows. Oh, <laughs> like a dagger in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I guess what we could do is uh, we could uh, I could uh, we could disperse the clips amongst ourselves before the show. Everyone can listen to them, and then during the show, <laughs> oh, we'll talk about them. And I'll leave little gaps, you know, we'll say, all right, I'll put the song in here, and then we'll act like we just heard them, you know, so then we can... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of work, but yeah. it might be worth it, I guess. Yeah, what I is more homework for the again. show that involves listening to Brandon's <laughs> music. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm seeing, uh, reading also on Twitter... Bailey put out a, a quote recently. I want the tag titles to come back and play a very important role on the show. And boom, look at that. They're coming back and they're playing an important role. That Bailey, man, she gets shit done. Yeah. 
does that mean you're going to have EO Sky and Dakota going for the tag titles and Bailey going for the championship? I would imagine, yeah. And I, would, you know, if they do it, I'm guessing they'll all three have belts at some point. You know, like the Bloodline. You know, put all the belts on them. Or Toxic Attraction or whatever Mandy Rose got going on. Something yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Uh, of course, they lost the tag titles though. Toxic Attraction. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you noticed this, Tuffy, but uh, EO Sky there when uh, they were beating up uh, Oscar and Alexa Bliss, she never interacted with Oscar. She never touched Oscar. Because so, they're they're buddies. I did not notice. Yeah, and like in Japan, they yeah. were a tag team together. So I don't know if they're planting a the seed for something down the line. Like, hey, she won't fight Oscar, but um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, all right, so better call Saul. Anything else, Jank, that you watched this week? Uh, I watched Comedy Punks. Uh, it was like a two-part documentary about kids in the hall. <laughs> wow, that sounds. Terrible. I loved it. Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> A lot of stuff I either didn't know or had forgotten, so, yeah, it was great. What is that on? Paramount Plus? Uh, that's on Amazon Prime. Oh, Amazon Prime. Where they put the new, you know, season of Kids in the Hall, so I guess it makes sense. They're, they're going way into the Kids in the Hall business. How many times did you see Dave Foley's penis? <laughs> Not in the documentary, no, no, right. sadly. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, you got to go back to the uh, to the season for that, <laughs> for him and Kevin McDonald's penises. Uh, yeah, I haven't watched any TV at all, really, just the wrestling, and uh, still listen to old radio yeah. shows. I listened to one last night called Space Patrol. <laughs> Space Ooh. Patrol. Yeah, that was something. Out in space. <laughs> and, uh, uh, hey, I listened to one with uh, Frank Sinatra called, like, uh, Rocky Fortune or something like that. And it's just this guy who can't hold a job, and he floats around trying to get job, and he gets in trouble. He always causes trouble, and he's trying to hit oh. ladies and stuff. But it's Frank Sinatra doing a ra- I had no idea this existed. It's a whole radio show. You started saying Frank. I was like, oh, come on, Frank Stallone. Frank Stallone. <laughs> But no. <laughs> Frank Sinatra. Old Blue Eyes. Had a radio show. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, t- Tuffy, nothing else. I forgot uh, there, was a, there was one other happening on Big Brother. Um, we'll see if it makes the show on Sunday. Uh, I guess, so Jasmine, uh, she was the one who had hurt her ankle. She oh, was a half-knot this her. week. Uh, she was a half-knot, and she had taken two muffins and put them in a Ziploc bag for when she got off a slop to eat. And then she went to go take a shower, or went to the DR, I forget, and uh, Turner went and ate half of one of the muffins. Uh-oh. <laughs> so then she was she was going around the house asking everybody who ate her muffin. Nobody would fess up to it. And then later he went back and took half of the half muffin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was pretty entertaining. And they're yeah. supposed to be on a team together. That's great. Well, uh, I, I will say this: I, I checked my, uh, I checked one of my scholarly uh, resources for Big Brother information, and uh, yeah. someone said that Aly- Alyssa is giving a ton of elite content right now, 6:30 p.m. BB Ooh. time. So, <laughs> and then it yeah. says, uh, "What are we doing here?" Prancing around in her bikini, talking to camera. So there you huh. go. Something to keep an eye out for. 
This is where my Paramount yeah. Plus is really going to pay dividends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Yeah. And they took uh, Jasmine's scooter away this week, so she had to put on a walking boot. Huh. Something. She was not she happy about it, I guess. Worst. <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, Tuffy, uh, we were talking WWE champions before the show. Six-star wrestlers now in yeah. WWE champions. Uh, that's terrible, right? Uh, yeah, because they're impossible to get, as far as I can tell. <laughs> yeah, they're, uh, it's one thing if uh, they have these ten new tokens that you can get, uh, that you need, and they're, they're very hard to get. Uh, I don't know how. They gave away a bunch of them for free for if you uh, did certain things, but... You know, I, I could get eight of them. How many could you get, Tuffy? Did you get ten? I got, got eight. eight of them. Yeah. Yeah. So we still need two more of those. And then the other tokens that before these new tokens came out, there were tokens that were damn near impossible to get. Now you need 24 of those. Yeah. So that's, that's never going to happen. Or you can get an insurmountable amount of shards for other people that you can convert or something. Yeah, yeah, but you need every you need the shards in addition to those things. It's not like you. Oh, that's just an addition. The, yes, that's in. The, I thought it was shards or tokens. Apparently, it's an addition too. So you need to get the tokens, oh, and yeah. you need to get the four thousand. Yeah, I will. Shards. I will never have a six star superstar if that's the case. And then once you get someone to six stars, each move is fifteen hundred training points. And. I think each level, each level is like, I think seven point five million or something just to level somebody up or something like that. So it's like, what the fuck? How are you? So I mean, I, that is, I mean, I understand they'd probably like bottleneck the top people where everybody they could want was five star goal. I'm assuming. Yeah. But so you gotta do, I kind of figured. Like because, like, now there's no way. Yeah. Like, I have Asuka. I have all the shards. Like, the green Asuka. I have, you know, thousands of shards of those. And I have uh, eight of those new tokens. And I have, like, 12 of the other tokens that I need. So, I, theoretically, I could get to her maybe within a year. Uh, but if I... But for anyone else on my roster, like, that means you can't even put anyone else up to five-star gold who isn't there already because you're going to be yeah. using 10 of those tokens that you need 24 of. So... And they're so hard to get. Yeah. I mean, you're fucked. Ooh. So <laughs> it's yeah, a real kick in the, the uh, They got the showdown this weekend, so we'll see how high I get yeah. if I start running into six star people because that will be impossible to beat with the ladies. Maybe they'll start giving away more of those tokens, like the emerald tokens that you need 24 of. But uh, if they don't, it's like, what's the point of even doing anything? Because you can't go any higher. Like you're just tapped out and. But you also, all of the tours now have five-star gold top opponents that are sometimes impossible to beat. So you can't even max out all the tours like I used to be able to. So we'll see. Yeah, good times. Good I mean, times. I'm still going to play the hell out of this game, but we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Jank, uh, I'm always interested in the Marvel game. Is that still uh, anyone new? All the Thor, all the Thor people. He said, "Yeah, they're done with the Thor movie people. It's oh god, it's so stupid. The newest person they just made a, a five star chasm. <laughs> I don't know who that is. 
Yeah, there's no reason you should. Um, basically, it's Ben Riley, the spider clone from the 90s. <laughs> they don't even have a Scarlet Spider yet, but for some reason recently they tried bringing him back, and he's now like a villain who has weird, like, I don't know, has some other new powers. And so he kind of looks like Spider-Man, but like purple and like green. And he's got like weird eyes. And like all of the powers seem terrible. I'm like, why did you even add this guy? Like, I think all of his powers like hurt him and his own team. It's like, this sucks. You <laughs> 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 put in a new character, basically, that nobody cares about. And he has terrible moves. So great, great job. You're doing good things. Well, there has to be some <laughs> benefit for him, right? There's got to be something there. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, not really compared to most people, no. <laughs> I don't hey, think his did, moves did are have... that strong where it's like, oh, it's worth taking the sacrifice. Do they have Brother Voodoo on that game? No. What? Yeah, see, look at all these people that they could have, but they keep going with these new people. Or half the time, like, they'll have characters you would like, like the Blob, it's like, okay, cool. But he's got some weird costume where he's got, like, a handlebar mustache, and he's got, like, no shirt but an open X-Men jacket and shit. Like, what the fuck is this? This ain't the Blob. And he's also very skinny. Some weird hipstery Blob. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Brother Voodoo, I loved him on Marvel Avengers Alliance. He's, uh, I used him all the time on there. Man, Brother Voodoo, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. I was just, uh... Going back to how dumb champions is real quick, they had that blitz this week, Mike Bell. We <laughs> yeah. needed seven characters yeah. <laughs> that yeah. almost nobody has all seven of those. Yeah, yeah. Jank, they they do they do an event called a blitz where you pick a, a team of wrestlers and you have to beat like six matches or something to get prizes. And the prizes mm-hmm. always suck, so I never even do the blitzes because they're fucking stupid. But this one, the only way you could do it, like Tuffy said, you need to have like seven wrestlers and they're very rare wrestlers. Again, oh my, my roster is enormous. Like, it's yeah. 2.4 million. I got, I don't know how many wrestlers I have, like 150 or something like that. I don't have any of them. I didn't have a single goddamn one of these people. And <laughs> I have 306 superstars, and I don't think I had any. Maybe I had one, but I'm not certain. Well, if you have 306 people, I probably have 280 or so, if I'm less than you. So, yeah, yeah, and I, I, yeah none of them. So they're basically just oh, building yeah. this game to cater to the people who spend thousands of dollars a week on this game. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's the problem when so it's mostly money. PvP, it seems like. Like, uh, there was someone on the Reddit board, uh, they, they said, hey, they're all proud they got their roster of $3 million. And they're like, how much money do you spend? And he's like, oh, I only spend 50 bucks a week on this. I'm like, what? 50 bucks a week? <laughs> Champions? It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fucking money, 50 bucks a week. Jesus. Yeah. That's like uh, two weeks of tofu for me. What are you doing? 50 bucks a week. <laughs> well, once yeah. you cancel that uh, blog talk, Mike Dell. Yeah, there you go. I'll pour, I'll pour that money right into Champions. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or see if Kitty Glitter's up on the uh, FanDuel yeah, I or haven't, whatever. Yeah, Kitty Glitter is up on FanDuel, and I, uh, I haven't really played it much. Um, I, I considered doing it this week. I was like, <laughs> slowing uh, down. Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't do it. So maybe, I don't know. I just uh, burned out. It's been rough. It's been a rough summer, you know? Without shooting hockey, <laughs> uh, it'd be bleak over here. That's all I got is shooting hockey. <laughs> and I'm so old now that I can't even shoot hockey every day or I'll, I'll just fall, I'll turn to dust. I'm so old, I can't do it. But uh, <laughs> I didn't go today, so I'm probably going to try and go tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got. 
That's all I got. Yep. That's it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, Zumbies next week, which I yeah, think is Zumbies. a real life yeah. story of how monkey something pops, to live so. for. Yeah, Zumbies. <laughs> but Zumbies next week. Oh. Corey got started from giving monkeys, you know, lab monkeys, hepatitis. Yeah, <laughs> and it evolved. <laughs> uh, maybe, uh, we'll, maybe we'll bring in a guest. Uh, I'm sure Miles would want to talk Zumbies for doing Skype. <laughs> and yeah. We're not, yeah, if it's not on Blog Talk, he might actually get yeah. to say something. Um, so, yeah, because apparently he was very excited. Because uh, a couple of weeks, uh, maybe a month or so ago, he told me he has a new setup. He's got new headphones and everything. They all work with Skype really good. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, our show is still not Skype. So. Okay. Yeah. We're, <laughs> We're still using tin cans and a string, so that's not going to help. <laughs> yeah, I might have to get an actual, like, uh, headset if we're doing real audio. Uh, and I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be stepped up in quality, but this it's is, still not going to be professional. Yeah, this right? is like Triple H taking over for Vince. It's still going to be WWE, just a little better. Maybe. Yeah, a little different. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, well, no, I guess that's about it. There's nothing else here to discuss, I guess. Uh, we covered everything. Um, thanks to Tuffy. Thanks to Jank. And uh, a flea market fantasy, uh, Bob Myers, our old buddy Pork Carrot. It was his tenth appearance. Damn. He's making a run at you. Nice. <laughs> oh no! Coffee in the dust. Got to pick it up. Uh, we did uh, Strange Tales issue one sixty nine, the first appearance of Brother Voodoo. So you can listen to that next week. Up there right now is something that Mike L picked. Oh, Omega the Unknown. How about that? The first time yeah. that shows history. A lot of I finger blasting. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Mike L. Finger people. Come on. <laughs> Oh, crack it up. <laughs> so uh, that's going on there. And uh, anything, uh, Tuffy? Anything you want to plug? Uh, the rehearsal. Everybody watch uh, the rehearsal. Okay. Rehearsal. And I'm stalling while I type in the Columbo on the switchboard so I can play <laughs> some Columbo clips at the end of the show. <laughs> I want to plug my ears when I have to watch MVP. Especially when they play that song. Remember that song? That like cheesy fucking song they played when like they were practicing hockey. It was like just clearly made for basic ass movies. When he was changing, or when, <laughs> I remember when he was changing into the hockey outfit for the first time, and then he went into the game. Like there was really bad music there. Yeah, it was. Oh man, it was throughout. The music was just awful. Like they had no budget for the music. Clearly. Why do you guys put all the money into the chips and the bananas? Not since Scorn has the movie had such bad music. You have to have enough bananas <laughs> to feed three chips. So, all right. Uh, so thanks, fellas, and uh, thanks, everybody listening. And until next time, pass the Monchichi, Governor Gabby. Well, let me see if I can understand what you're saying. You're suggesting that the paper was typed, taken out, and then put back. That's right. Now, here's the problem with that theory. Why would a woman who's going to commit suicide type a goodbye note, put it in the machine, and take it out again? I don't know. All right. Suppose she didn't type it. Suppose somebody else typed it. All right, who? Who did it? 
Whoever murdered him. <laughs> you know, Lieutenant, you're really a cocky fellow. You're very sure of this, aren't you? I think that there is a very distinct possibility of murder in this case, yes. I think there's a possibility, but I don't think it's distinct. Suppose the murderer in this case was a friend of hers. Suppose the murderer in this case was a man who had access to her house, came and went whenever he wanted to, typed up that letter beforehand when she wasn't around. Promise me you'll think about it. When you come up with the correct answer, you'll let me know. I'm going to take a nap now. Will you excuse me? Suppose it was you. I heard you say something, but I wasn't sure what I you said. I said suppose it was you. I'm not saying it was you, sir. No, I was just thinking out loud. You know you're an audacious fellow. You see, I have a theory, and I would like to use you as an example. If you don't oh, mind. Oh, please, use me as your example. Thank you very much.